Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, bees! This is Laura Bailey, here to welcome you to the Critical Role podcast. If you'd like to tune into the show as it airs, you can watch Critical Role Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role. Our lovely Twitch subscribers can view the episode on demand right away. Or you can find it on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. And of course, for all you fantastic podcast listeners, Critical Role episodes hit feeds on Thursday mornings, a week after the episode first airs. With all that said, let's get into another episode of Critical Role. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass boys actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. We play Dungeons and Dragons! <laughs> That was a thinner one this week. Yeah, yeah your friends abandoned you on that. Uh, I was with you. Thank you. <laughs> In spirit. Um, so before we get into tonight's uh, session, we have some announcements to get through, beginning with uh, two sponsors for the evening. Uh, first up, we have uh, a new sponsor for the show, specifically uh, Pen and Paper, Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Sam. Raise, rise up, for it is I, Drakhanoir, from the Fantasy Ranch. Whee! You may have seen me on Travis Willingham's Yeehaw Game Ranch, where I survived the cabbage stench of that ill-bred, yeasty canker sore Brian Foster. Oh, boy. But tonight, I shall raise, rise up for our sponsor, the critically acclaimed turn-based pixel art adventure game, Knights of Pen and Paper 2! In Fantasy Ranch, we are addicted to this retro-style game, which simulates the classic pen and paper role-playing experience with satire and humor, and feels like you're sitting at the table with friends. And now, I will sing its praises literally with a song our finest bards composed for the occasion. Oh, yes. A little bit of an intro. Knights of Pen and Paper is its name, an exciting, majestic RPG game. Test your skills and test your luck, and remember that Brian Foster sucks. <laughs> it's free to play and it's not a dream. Available on iOS, Android, and Steam. Follow the link and start your download, and remember Brian Foster's a chode. Fide ID, Bodo, Bodo, pulled up, five fiddle D. Yes, Knights of Pen and Paper 2! Matt and Marisha played the game on Everything is Content a while ago, and you can check it out on our YouTube channel. Otherwise, learn more at bit.ly slash knightscr. 
Raise, rise up and download it today! Wow. I love him. Oh my god. I think I think it's the best facet of Sam <laughs> we could ever enjoy. Uh, thank you, Sam, and thank you, Knights of Pen and Paper, too. That was too. amazing. Uh, our second sponsor tonight are our returning sponsor for Campaign 2 since the beginning, our dear friends at D&D Beyond. For those of you who haven't heard us sing their praises before, D&D Beyond is a fantastic online digital tool for keeping track of your characters, your campaigns, and all facets of D&D. Uh, it's great stuff. If you haven't yet, I recommend you check it out, because it's super helpful. Um, all right, we have some other announcements, or if you guys haven't checked out, dndbeyond.link slash critical role for more specific detail. Let me be thorough yes. in my announcement there. Not there you go. thorough, though. No. no. Oh, oh, oh way to pull in the game. Nice. <laughs> Not yet, Not in yet. <laughs> Bring it down. Um, yeah, thank you guys at Beyond for continuing to support the show. We have a couple of announcements. We have, uh, oh, earlier this week, if you guys haven't seen it, we announced our live show in Chicago. Oh, yay! Uh, oh, leading into our uh, appearance at C2E2 at the end of next month, the Thursday, February 27th, at the Auditorium Theater in Chicago. We're going to have a live in canon episode uh, for anyone who's in the region who wants to come see. Uh, tickets are on sale. VIP tickets will go on sale Wednesday. And February 5th at uh, 10 a.m. Central, the regular tickets will be on sale. Uh, and then, then, oh, sorry, let me get that back. The sentence is VIP tickets will be on sale Wednesday, February 5th at 10 a.m. Central. There we go. And regular tickets will be on sale Thursday, February 6th at 10 a.m. Central. So day after day. Got I should read the yeah. right order in the sentences there. Um, but if you can't attend our show, that's totally fine. Uh, our broadcast on the 27th will start an hour earlier because we'll be doing it live from there. So it'll be at 6 p.m. as opposed to 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that Thursday. Uh, so be ready for that. Put it in your calendar for those who want to be there for it live. Uh, and for all additional details, go ahead and check out critroll.com slash events. It's a real Woo! pretty theater, you guys. I'm excited yeah, to see it. It's a really pretty, really pretty theater. The Stork? Historic! Historic. <laughs> also, I was like, what stork. a strange name for a theater. It's a mascot, Stork. Good show. Uh, Unless you have a baby. Yeah. I'll leave. Yeah. No, no, no. A lot of nooks and crannies at the store. Yes, a, lot of, yes. a, lot of, a lot of dark corners. Uh, I can drink. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. In case you also missed the news earlier today, uh, we have a nonfiction book coming out now. Uh, our friends at Penguin Random House. Penguin Random I can't talk today. It's wrong. Our friends at Penguin Random House. I have a problem with Penguin, apparently, just like uh, uh, Benedict. Just say perpetual advantage. Perpetual advantage. Perpetual advantage. Yes. Got it. Does that count? Nailed it. Hell yeah. All game. I'm not the DM yet. I'm doing announcements. Uh, but yes, we have a non-fiction book called World of Critical Role uh, they've been working on for a while now with us uh, that kind of just goes over, as opposed to in-canon you know, stories and the art books and such, this is a, uh, a deep narrative about how all this happened. It's a bunch of like really personal interviews about us, point, point to point, the entire weird reality that has led us here and uh -huh. beyond, and um, it's already looking really cool. So uh, I believe it's coming out September in bookstores, uh, local bookstores all over, but it is available for pre-order now if you're interested. Um, and for those of you in the US, Penguin Random House is also offering a chance to get your name printed in the book, apparently, which is kind of cool. Uh, so for all the details, head to critroll.com to check out more about it. Marisha, you have an announcement. Oh man, this Tuesday, <laughs> all work, no play. 
It's coming back. Get in here, Eagle. Wow. Whoa, look it's what really coming back. It's really coming back. Wow. At 4pm on our Twitch channel, the first episode, uh, the boys dive into some chainsaw art. Oh, is that what we start with? That's your start with chainsaw art with Julie Nathanson. We have all our nice. digits still. Is this a Spoiler. setup to a bit, or is it really coming back? No, it's really coming it's back. Really, really. I know. I'll believe it when I see it. What is chainsaw art? Uh, like with that? ice? You'll have to find out this Tuesday. Do you know what penis art is? Absolutely. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> 4 p.m. Uh, uh, have you never been to my fresh. house? <laughs> a lot of bedazzling. A lot of bedazzling. Uh, if you okay. miss a live broadcast, as always, VODs immediately on our Twitch, and then uh, All Work No Play will be up on YouTube on Thursdays. Whew. Tight. Coming yeah. at you. I'm Tight. so excited. I am too. Number one fan of that. That's house. right, you are. I got a new hat and shirt and everything. <laughs> it's funny. But I made a sign. <laughs> Studio audience yeah. for the show? He literally just he wears You're it just at You're just going to stand on the corner, aren't you, with I the sign? Like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing in the break, right, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, there's a thing Ooh, in the break. Like a I, thing in the break. A teaser. Cool. So, yeah. Rooms actually say, I'll workshop <laughs> <laughs> Back to the chisel. <laughs> oh. By the way, my favorite uh, puppet uh, penis I saw at Ashley's is the Medusa. <laughs> no. Not to be missed. No. No. You you bedazzled it. I did. I was that was that was a fun afternoon yeah, into an evening. Yeah. 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 No, you know, really kind of carries the whole scale it's effect beautiful. to a whole different. It wasn't hard. Yeah. Well, oh. not originally. Um, so, okay, so <laughs> it's really like an optical illusion. I mean, you take a pencil, you go like this. So it follows you around the road, like no matter where you go. All right. All right. Oh no. So, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. <laughs> Welcome back. So, last we left off, 
the mighty nine, upon watching and aiding Caleb finally finish his design, completing what Halas once, once had attempted to complete, designing a spell in which you could transmogrify another person into a different body of their choosing. The ritual attempted but failing at the realization that a curse still remained on Nott that prevented any sort of shift or change. Trailing the source back, it seems, to the individual responsible for cursing her with the goblin body in the first place, you returned to Zadash to research this possible individual, coming to find it might be this Asharnai, the Prism Sage, an individual that lives north of Kamorda, in the Bromkin Hills, within the Sirios Mountains near Mount Mentiri. After this moment, you realized you had to travel west from Zadash to Kamorda, and wanting to clarify the possible link of this, this sage that had originally done this terrible deed to not at the request of the goblins that had killed her, you met the Lionette family. A tense reunion, long held back, ensued. At which point it was confirmed that it seems this same sage that helped bring her family's fortune and had put a black cloud over her name and life since she was born may indeed be the same one that is responsible for Nott's predicament. This tense reunion complete, you all stepped outside into the evening rain and gave Bo a hug of support after the emotional, exhausting interaction. And that's where we left off. As you all pull away outside of the Lynette estate, the darkened sky above, the cold rain pattering around you on the muddy streets, the smell of sulfur and minerals still strong in the air. What would you like to do? We just left the Lionette house? Correct. Mm -hmm. Are we finding somewhere to stay here, or are we heading straight out? What time is it? At this point, I'd say it's close to eight o'clock. It's not terribly late. But it's around dinner time. PM. Yeah. Okay. And it's a, an estate, right? It's not a, a town, was it? It is a town. It is a town? Mm. It's a town at the bottom of the hill. All right. So. But up here, it's just a vineyard and then a few miles over, another vineyard? Or, or do you have neighbors? And there's a tavern not too far, sorry. Choked up from that meeting? A little, uh, little flim still from that. Let us not. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a dive bar with a few beds not far. <clears throat> Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we're going to run into like your old crew there? You're going to see like a bunch of old high school dropouts or anything? Are you going to do any fights before we go to the real fight? Like, is your name going to be written on the bathroom wall like by six different hands? That maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, God, I stole this from your dad's house. What? It's just a little statue of a rabbit made of jade. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want it? No, you keep it. I just thought, I don't know, fuck that guy, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, um, I'm working it out. How about a drink? 
That sounds fucking fantastic. Did you steal anything else? I mean, just the hearts of America, but. Where? This, what? Sorry, I blacked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there, <laughs> but I haven't been a lot of places. Oh, it's a place. <laughs> Look, we would uh, totally lead the way, but this is your fucking uh, stomping ground, so you know. Yeah, follow me. What is the name of that bar? Yeah. I feel like a red song. Gemmed Hearth Inn. And it's called an inn loosely. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you recall, it has three rooms yeah. um, that are repurposed storage chambers. And mostly people that crash there uh, do so because they've had too much to drink and just need a place to crash, or are too drunk to ask for a place to crash, and they're placed there anyway and then charged the following morning. Um, but it's been a while since you've traveled to this space. Yeah, I was waiting for it as soon as I said it. <laughs> Have we finally found the D&D equivalent of a hostel? Have we finally found a hostel? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. All right. Oh shit, are the beds in the open spaces? No, there's Rope. there's walls. There's walls. Two yeah, walls, apparently, separating three walls. spaces. What a thrill. Walls are the defining features. <laughs> Alrighty. Mm. So gathering your things, you still have your horses with you. They were hitched outside of the estate, so you go ahead and take their leads and walk them through the uh, not quite as busy streets now that the sun is down. You can see there are lanterns that have been placed out since the sunset. Um, these large poles with hooks on them and where at night these lanterns are placed for people that are heading back from work and individuals that are trying to find their way through uh, the darkened evening roads. Eventually finding your way to the exterior of the Gemmed Hearth Inn. Um, you look at it from the outside, and you wouldn't be able to tell it's an inn. It looks like a warehouse. It looks like a storage facility. It's um, very simple, bland woods. Uh, the mud across the ground, you can see, has been spattered and dried and spattered and dried to the point where it just repeatedly caked across the baseboards at the exterior, about a foot and a half to two feet up, where it looks almost like it's slowly being pulled into the earth. It might be, who knows? But the door is partially ajar, and as you step up to the interior, the wood creaks beneath your weight with each step, and the warm interior greets you along with the combined smell, it seems, of burned meat, strong spilled soured alcohol, <laughs> possibly a bit of bile, who knows? It's a delightful interior. Um, there's five tables, of which only one of them has a patron at the moment. Um, you see a very, very, very old, almost folded face of a man. He is missing all of his teeth and his jaw, and the scoops forward and overlaps the front a bit. He's holding a really heavy tankard in front with both hands, and he's just kind of looking into it. Looks like he's in the process of either falling asleep or having the deepest thought you could possibly imagine. Uh, across the table in the back, you see what looks to be a well-polished bar. It doesn't match the rest of it. In fact, you get the sense maybe of had acquired this kind of curved bar recently and just has nothing else to update the interior. It stands out with how well polished it is, whether he saved up and bought it or another place closed and he got it in an auction, who knows. Um, but behind it, you see the uh, the rather rotund, uh, heavyset figure of a, a gruff man with strong stubble across his, his heavy square jaw um, his hair is receding in the way in the back, kind of like a fire tuck type bald spot, where he has a bit of a bowl cut around the sides. Um, he has a series of scars across one side of his face, minor scars, 
um, and one discolored eye on that side, on his right side. But he kind of glances up for a bit. See him finish like polishing the countertop more than it needs to be polished, and kind of looks up. Hello, can I help you? Yeah, hello. Uh, it has been a shit of a day, and we uh, could all use a drink. And Caleb places a uh, gold on the countertop. <laughs> this should cover around, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it'll cover around, no worries. Is it all uh, wine here because of the proximity to the estate, or? You well, if you want wine, that's a whole different ball game. Good, sir. I don't. Whatever ball game is. <laughs> Goat ball. You know, you've seen it around. Goat it's a big ball, popular yeah. thing with the Goliaths. Um, Goat ball. Um, Cannon. It is, well, it is from Camping One. Oh my god. Um, I, I just assumed you were looking for ale, maybe, but if you want wine, that's. Uh, is no, it pricey? No, 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 no. Nothing no. in between. You don't have anything stronger than ale. Perhaps. Whiskey, scotch. Oh, liquor! Yeah. That's, yeah, but uh, probably how, how much you want? Like a, like a, just a shot each, or like Let's a full thing? Just a bottle. Maybe two. Yeah, you're going to need to put a few more gold down. I'm going to add a platinum. Woo! We also it. want rooms and stuff. Keep it coming. Yeah, can we have all the rooms? <laughs> Do you have any more rooms? Uh, I got how many three rooms. There are rooms. If you don't mind sharing, I can go and get you a bottle and uh, get your rooms for the night. We'll take all the rooms. All three right. Rooms. And he reaches over and scoots the coin across and, like, happily tucks it into a pocket, buttons it shut, heads off the back, and for a moment leaves you alone, just your troop and that one old guy who's been awfully quiet in a darkened chamber. What's up, Granddad? How are things? No response. He doesn't acknowledge. What's up, Granddad? <laughs> I can't speak with Dad. I'm just. Not <laughs> 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 he's just sleeping. Maybe he's. Maybe he's. Maybe, maybe he's hard of hearing. Left alone. Maybe, maybe he's, he's not had a grandfather. Had a really bad day too. Jeez, all right. I walk over to him. I <laughs> <laughs> do like the kind of slow lean in, field of vision. That explains the How lot. are you? Uh, no, please don't do anything! Okay, no, it's not like that. I uh, enjoy your enjoy your beverage. I am I'm a little confused by that exchange. He just, he just chose not to listen. <laughs> you read your lips. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's a lip reader. Do you do you read lips? What? <laughs> okay. That's a mystery solved there. <laughs> you just went up and you scared the poor man. Yeah. <clears throat> I have that effect, Yasha. I don't know if you know. Yes, you're very, very scary and Terrifying. intimidating. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What is the news here in town? Oh, boy. The news! The news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there hasn't been a hanging in about four years! Saw that coming. Yeah. I don't think he would have heard it anyway. Do you come here? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna not talk to him because I think uh, uh, we'll I think leave it to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him his name. What's your name? What? <laughs> your name? Darman. Darman. What's your name? My name is Yasha. Okay. 
He goes back to drinking. <laughs> that was great. You really got through to him quickly. I did. He gave me his name. Usually people don't offer that until the next morning. <laughs> hey. Just be kidding. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, the uh, a large glass bottle, dark brown in color, yeah. um, no label, oh, just yeah. kind of hands it over. All right, there you are. Uh, here's your keys. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Gem Hearth. You look familiar. Nah. <laughs> All right. Turns right down and goes back to the bar. <laughs> Did he bring out glass with that bottle, or is it just the bottle? No, just the bottle. Just the bottle. Well, if, the, if that's a friend of yours, you should uh, find out what the scuttlebutt is around here. Why? Have friends, dude. Well, I would assume if anyone was your friend, it was the the purveyor of whiskeys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, he's the same old guy who's been here for like the past ten years. Ten years, right? So he's known you since you were a little bit. Well, ever since I started like sneaking in here, yeah. You snuck in here, underage, to grab a drink. What do you have? You seen this place? What am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's true. You could draw. You could have. You could draw. Or did you ever you play piano? Arrested here? Did yeah. you get kicked? Have you been kicked out of this establishment before? Actually, it was uh, back uh, behind this place where we were was doing the deal that I yeah. got busted when I was doing the handoff of my, oh, my family's shit. wine. We are on hallowed ground. Yeah. Is there any art on the wall? Anything interesting? Photo like pictures? I mean, not photographs, obviously, but like anything? Any carvings? Any? No carvings. The walls are surprisingly bare, except for one piece of what appears to be uh, like a like a knitted tapestry mm-hmm. that's slightly off center. Mm-hmm. Um, probably someone's first attempt at knitting. Mm-hmm. Um, the the lines are imperfect, and the vent, and it kind of like, you look at it and you find your head tilting to the side to try and make. A balance to it, and it's just no. It's just poor. If, if I unfocus my eyes, do I get a three D picture? <laughs> <laughs> you get a three D something. Yeah. It hurts you to try and contemplate uh, and make sense yeah. of the shape. Just, a, I, I want to consult the history stacks of this place. You take the ladies' room. I'll take the men's room. You got it. All right, we go and we look in the restroom for any one bathroom. There is a singular restroom that is just a a hole in a plank of wood. In a, a, an attached outhouse. This is unexpected. This, is Borogod's name still in there? This is much smaller than I expected it the to be in there. That was incredible. Also, yes, it's very stinky. Is there writing on the wall? <laughs> Make perception check. Are you guys in there together alone? Are you trying to get me alone for it? Because if you are, this is probably not the best place to do it. <laughs> 11. <laughs> um. You don't you don't see any like major carvings. There are some some gashes in the wood. Like like a fight probably went down here at some point. Um, but that's about all you can find. Okay. Yeah. There's no like come here for a good time type messages left, unfortunately. We could shut the door. You could what? We could shut the door. Shut the door. Yeah. Oh, like get out and shut the door. Well, you st- <laughs> Yes! Okay, do it! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. Hey guys, back so soon. 
How was it so being was alone together in whatever room you were in? We were in the privy. It was stinky. <laughs> Single occupant. And really long. <gasps> I know. I'll let my imagination run wild. <laughs> You're going to christen that bottle or what? Oh, yeah. Here, cheers. As with no glasses. Oh. Just the uh, Yeah, pass it around. Pass it around. Rough day, Beauregard Lionet. Yeah. Yeah. A day. Nope. It is strong and it gets the job done. You get the sense that liquor is not their specialty here, and this particular abode doesn't have a wide selection. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Wait, I'm going to I'm going to pour some in a little potion bottle. Okay. Are you going to feed that to sprinkle later? No, I think it'll make a good paint dinner. Give me oh, no. That's a clever idea. Yeah, that's a bit rough. <clears throat> Woof. Yeah. <laughs> I actually used to remove nail polish with the liquor that I got here. See? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. So it was great. I can feel the temperature I'm go rising. I'm behind that tapestry on the wall. Okay. Secret. Secret. Anything? Uh, there's a there's a, a portion of the wall that appears darker in color. Mm. Um, Black mold. You get the sense that sometimes moisture has been held in this tapestry <laughs> oh. that has affected the wall behind it, no. and the the oh, dust yeah. from the interior of the room has lightened the wood around it. But beyond that, there's no apparent hidden oh, doorway. No. It's I'm just an old shitty dick. tapestry. Hmm? Gonna carve a dick? <laughs> there's only one person to stop you, and he is old and looking at his cup still. <laughs> no. I'm sure. Then I'm gonna. So oh, no, much land, and we're like, I'm gonna yep. sniff the shitter, and I'm gonna yell at an old man. <laughs> Dandy. <laughs> You're right. It's, we've got a long trick ahead of us. Uh, we, should, we should rest. I'm gonna go up to the bar and, uh, hey, Fred. I'm sorry. What was your name again? Oh, uh, uh. You shut your green mouth. I know. I don't know if we actually asked. I don't think he has actually asked that yet. Hold on. It's not easy being bored. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Uh, can I get something? Uh, do you have anything like just some juice or uh, something without alcohol in it? Or let me look. All right. Get some for me, Caduceus. I'll uh, get uh, two or whatever, whatever you find. Okay. I'll be right back. He goes and leaves for a second, and then comes back a moment later with a glass. Um, it looks almost like a, like a jar, like a large mason jar with a little like kind of bottleneck at the top, filled with a uh, a milk like substance. Milk. I got a, I got some goat milk. Oh yeah, that works for you. I'll do it. Okay, go ahead and pour it out for you. How long? How long have you been here for? Working, how long has this milk town? been here for? Hey, that's funny. Really? That was good. We're in Yeah, I grew up here. Really? Yeah. Uh, You're not from around here. I can uh, recognize that already. Oh, for first time we we, um, we oui, we oui. we were looking to. <laughs> Just doing a little digging around. What do, you, what do you know about the Lionette family? Out of curiosity. Oh, uh, they're uh, they're one of them one of them rich types. Yeah. Living up here on the uh, on the mountainside, the cliffside there. And a lot of bunch of stuck out pricks, if you ask me. But you know that's kind of par for the course for any of the folks living in that area. Well, just had my uh, uh, first meeting with, with with them, and yeah, it was a uh, was looking a bit for work, are you? I was looking for a little work, sure. All right, what skill sets you got? Well, we do a lot of things, to be honest. Uh, we're 
kind of on a job right now, but you good general, with the shovel? Actually, yes, I am. All right, I got a brother who runs a livery out there, and he's selling the shovel to horse shit. And it's been kind of hard to fill the space. It's got a lot of horses. Huh. I mean, there's a lot you can do with that. Has he ever thought about the resale value of, of clean manure, especially if you're trying to grow crops and uh, not to throw that off to the side Grown, anyway? But. Growing crops here can be a problem if you're not one of the particular, you know, kind of enclosed farming arrangements in Camorda, and they already have their uh, input. But I mean, we've asked, but they seem to be you're pretty taken care of in that department. Oh, that's a that's a shame. Is everything in this bar about poop? <laughs> everything in Camorda is about poop. Hmm. Yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, sadly, I don't think it worked out, but we'll be moving moving on pretty soon. I was just sort of curious after uh, we had a bit of a weird conversation with them. So. Yeah, I mean, if they're not going to hire anyone, then they're they're lost, really. Bunch of bunch of right up type pricks. <laughs> bit superstitious too, I think. <laughs> That's my goat's milk. Come on. <laughs> oh. Oh, this, oh. That's, that's just going to curdle with. Yeah. Is this very oh. weird with the leg? I wouldn't suggest <laughs> putting the two together. Why did they put them in the same jug? You're going you're to have you a cheese that? dream because of that. That's not What's a good What's a cheese you. dream? It's dreams you have with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, know if I want to know. We should go to sleep. <laughs> this is almost as good as penis puppets. <laughs> It's true. I've heard of these. It's true. Huh? You already learned the dangers of whiskey milk, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, Beauregard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Surprisingly um, better than I thought, actually. Do you need. To, will you share a room tonight? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to. These are like four by eights, they're horrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's three rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm, 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 hmm. Sure. I'll just All keep right. coming up with seven. Yeah. I don't know how that helps. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to sleep then? Right. Okay. Yeah. You head to your respective chambers. Um, they are disappointing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, each contains two cots that would roughly Assemble if put next to each other to a standard in bed. Whoa. Um, the the cushions that are placed upon them, upon sitting down, are stuffed with possibly cotton, possibly elements of hay. Uh, depending on how you prepare it, there are lumpy and hard bits on the inside. It's a little little bit of a rough space here. Um, no windows, so very enclosed, but functional, and the locks do work. Which I think is the important thing. Mm-hmm. After finally putting the thread all the way around the room, Caleb just grabs some of the hay and throws it on the ground and lies down to bed down on the floor, saying, uh, "Just like the old days." Yeah, I'll do the same. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, kind of miss this. It's kind of nice being back in this. Had some good times in these shit boxes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh. Um, I'm going to. Um, what do you, do you? I can sleep on the floor. It's it's. I'm used to it anyway. Honestly, it's probably safe for like the mattresses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like for me, it's weird sleeping on something that you know. Yeah, yeah. That I don't makes think sense. I'm gonna. I'm too tall for that bed. I'm I'm immune to poison and disease, so I'll take the mattresses. 
<laughs> Good call. He's just sleeping on the floor. <laughs> I'll lean up against the wall in the corner. I'm trying to fall asleep sitting up. Okay. Best <laughs> reason to be mine. Um. Get that. All of you find sleep, though, at different intervals due to levels of comfort within the rooms that you've rented for the night. Um, but nevertheless, sleep does come. You take your long rest, and in the morning, begin to awaken uh, as the heat, the trapped heat from the interior of these rooms begins to get a little musky. No one knows I bet it's so rank in, in these rooms. I bet it's like a giant gym sock. Yeah, yeah. Drunk. it's not great. Gross. You get the sense they're somewhat cleaned between people who stay there, but being there for a night, you can immediately pick up the the gentle history. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Caleb arises, he cantrips a little bit of flame in his hand and just sort of burns away. <laughs> Perfect. Caduceus, do you have any shade? Shage. You got any shage? Born to cleanse the Roman spirit. Sage for the snake. We got stuff that smells nice in here that you can burn, yeah. Why don't we just get out? Why don't we just yeah, yeah. hang out in the stinger rooms? Let's go. Pronto. All right. Are we are we going to uh, the ladies' place? The the yeah. the. Yeah. Witch's house or whatever she mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Old Mesquite. We're gonna go fuck up a witch. Yeah, my dad said pretty much directly north of here, and then when we start seeing like the oh, bramble thorny patches, that we're getting close. Very much have a conversation at the very least. No, we need to kill her. A shard. That, that we could do that too. That might not help, but we could do that too. Oh. We have to like hold her down and make her break the curse, or can we well, just yeah. kill her and make maybe it break as we the curse? as we walk or ride, ride. We're right. riding yeah. as far as we can. Maybe we should come up with a plan. Like, are we trying to kill her, or or is is the thing to try to convince her to remove the curse first? Or I think diplomacy is always smart, but I also think our setting will determine our strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, we're we going could... into unknown territory. We don't know the lay of the land around her home, so. She knows we're coming. That's true. I mean, yeah. didn't your father say he made a deal? Mm-hmm. She more or less takes appointments. She'll so, bargain with people. Talking is certainly oh, an option. Oh, that's true. Maybe we can bargain with her to make her drop the curse. Okay, what can we have to offer? What do we have to offer? Oh, like so many things. Money? Maybe she wants a performance. You know, she hasn't got entertainment for a long time, I bet, so. Mm-hmm. Like a little performance from the Ocean Makers? Yeah. <clears throat> I have a feeling she, she uh, doesn't want money, you know? Yeah, she's right. You live up in the woods like that, you got everything yeah. you kind of want like that. What do you mean, if not money, what? My father always claimed that he gambled a part of his fortune away. Money? No, like, like his luck. soul, yeah. <laughs> oh, <gasps> maybe that's why he's slightly soulless. Maybe. Maybe he was like normal and cool and stuff before that, and then he became a dick. Or I wonder what my dad was like before that. Or maybe she hasn't collected yet. Or that. I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. Are Except we talking about all this time. stuff on the horses? Yeah, or yeah, we're, we're, yeah we're we are like, moving at a quickened pace. For the longest time, I, I thought it was just <coughs> your everyday run-of-the-mill scan art, scam artist. 
another fortune teller just trying to <clears throat> manipulate someone into giving them a glimpse into their future. They are far more common than the genuine article. Hmm. Plus, I mean, like, everything my dad did was so interpretive. It's ridiculous. Uh, I might not, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be the one who talks to this person, because I, I don't, I don't know that I could just bargain with her. I mean, she's awful. I might just want to, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if this is the same woman that made you like that, we at least need to see if she recognizes you. Why? Well, I don't know. If we just kill her, then we're obviously limiting our options almost right away. We could shackle her with these. They're the mystical shackles oh, that we've had for a long time. This is a large a cucumber. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> this is a shake weight. <laughs> the darkest of vestiges. I think I got these tens right here. Yeah, we could go in. She knows that we are coming. We could try to weaken her a bit, and once she looks like she has been bled some, if that can happen, we can. Uh, one of our speedier types can get up close and. Yeah. And then we can question her. Question. Uh, I'll swear and jun her uh-huh. Man, as much as we want. Man, we're all nailing it. Yeah. 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 We have a carbon monoxide detector in the studio, right? <laughs> I hope we do. We are re- rehearsed Ooh. to a T. <laughs> Good news is, if it goes real bad, we have a lot of people who can call paramedics. That's true. Uh, no, they're not two. I was just saying they're all. They don't. No, I mean, they're Guys. If we just start passing uh, out one one at a time on a stream, right how now. long would it take for the audience to figure out? <laughs> as long as we're complete fuckheads, by the way, your shirt is total madness. I can't <laughs> look at it. How many layers? It's giving me <laughs> big bear vibes. Four, five. <laughs> no, like, wow. like I guess more than that. Mo- some faces, when they twist, look kind of funny. This is legitimately the, the most nightmare fuel I've seen in a while. And this one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right. As you guys continue leaving Camorda, Megan following into the uh, side-winding trails that head up the cliffside at the base of the Sirios Mountains, heading northward. The rain itself still falling around you, um, not as heavy as yesterday, but still cold and soaking through what you are wearing. You continue going up the somewhat slick and sometimes steep walkways until eventually you crest past the first ridge as you hit the top and look to where the next element continues down into one of the many valleys that lie ahead, you can see miles and miles of deep forest that coats the mountainsides and completely fills the interior Bolden Valley before you. You can see more mountains rising up all around you as the Sirius mountain range itself just continues to climb. And you can see a little bit to the northwest of where you are, one mountain that rises above the rest, the deep red-orange color that you know to be Mount Mentiri, mm. that is largely believed to be the mountain where the source of a lot of the geothermal activity uh, comes from. As you all continue the path downward, who is leading this 
who is at the front of the pack, who is the one who is watching the paths and guiding you, hopefully, in finding the way to your quarry. We're not um, burning that six-level spell, are we? Well, h- how long of a, of a travel is it to get there? It's got about a day or two. Depending, depending on your means of locomotion, you know your father went by foot and took him, you're guessing about a day and a half, two days. Okay. So. Horses. As far as can, we can go, anyway. I can try can it, and then I just won't have a big spell. Let's wait for a minute, I think. Okay. I can, you know what I can do? If we want to take 10 minutes. What? I can try to ask the traveler if he can point us in the right direction. I mean, isn't he busy getting ready for TC? TCOM? Yeah, but I can try. Travco? Okay, yeah. I have such an intimate relationship with him. Well, maybe he's seen the switch. Maybe. I haven't asked him. Have I? Don't believe you have. I haven't asked him. Go ahead. Mm. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hopped down off of the horse. Okay. And I set up my little, all my statues that I've made of him. You can build a little makeshift altar right there on the side of the pathway. <laughs> There's a little alcove on the side of the rock where you can easily set them up, and it looks like it was, you know, intentional and probably has been there for a while. This is nice. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna, you know, try to uh, commune. All right, you're casting commune. Got it. Okay. I get three questions. Mm-hmm. You do. Another. Yeah. As you finish arranging them in the circle, you sit down, finish. Uh, part of the spell setup is you even arranging them in a way that is both. Uh, Kind of ascending in size and geometrically placed that is pleasing to the eye. Um, but as you finish the final bits of your incantation, you feel your smile grow, and you close your eyes and think very, very hard in the way that you do prayer loudly. And all of you guys hear what she thinks might be your inside voice, but she speaks <laughs> loudly around you. Traveler, okay, so um, we are here, and I need to talk to you, um, and I miss you. Can you come? That was this. Will it be a question if I ask if you can come talk to me? Just come talk to me, please, okay? That's not the question. Um, we're communing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the rain continues to fall around you, um, the vicinity that you're sitting has been getting slightly drier, or at least the, the vicinity around this, this little ritual you've set up seems to have no longer fallen under the rainfall, and there's a moment, momentary reprieve from it. As you kind of open your eyes and look up, you can see a green cloak blocking the rain from touching you. You see the dark hood shaded over you, and uh, do you are, are you all watching her do this ritual? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You see emerge from the stone what? a figure in a green cloak step from outside of the mountain and protect her from the rain. Looking down towards you, you, you can see just a faint bit of the chin from what bit of light is coming through uh, from bouncing off the ground, and you see a smile. It seems you called me, my dear. Yeah, I hope that's okay. Um, I tried to talk to you before, and um, you didn't come, so I thought maybe what um, would be better is if I actually, you know, really set it up. 
I've been very busy setting up for our coming event. I know, I'm so excited about that. I'm going to need your help here soon enough. I bought so much fabric, we can make, you know, cloaks and, and outfits for everybody. Wonderful. Right? Okay. Divine what? Divine sense? Oh. Okay, divine sense. Oh, shit. Oh, and the giant green cloak that just came out of the rock. Oh. As an oh, action, you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the house spell or know the location of each celestial fiend undead within 60 oh, feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. I've seen this, right? Both of the cloaks saw him gotcha. in a circle. You do not sense anything. Do not sense anything. You do not sense anything. Oh, not a celestial fiend undead. That's good. Not good or, or evil? affected by the hallow spell. It's just divine sense. Let me check the hallow spell real fast. Just to double check. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't. I don't remember the specifics of it. So I want to make sure. Sense good or evil? No, it's just it's specific types. Types of things. Uh, detect good and evil. Closest maybe would be a celestial, but really, if he is a deity, this is Liam talking? He is. He's something other than. Wait, it says an anything we'll see. that. It says affected. Uh, you can sense anything affected by the hallow that. spell. I don't know what that is. Okay. You do sense something. What does that mean? What does that even mean? What does it mean? What's Wait, a hallow spell? What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? What's a hallow spell? You, you, you sense a, a presence that kind of clicks into your attention. That's your question. Okay, so we're on our way up north. Do you guys see this mm -hmm. like witch lady who's like super, super creepy and she put a curse on Nott. That's and terrible. I know, and she also fucked with Bo's dad. And so basically we want to know if um, you know the best way to like get rid of that curse. Should we like talk to her? Should we attack her? Uh, as is the nature of such mysteries, I need you to ask me the right kind of question. Uh, this is getting so specific. Well. Okay. I'm bound by incantations. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this is not the way I should talk to you then, because I don't like you being bound. Just ask me a proper <laughs> question, please. What should I ask him? How should I ask this? I'm not there. Oh, Do we gosh. hear him speaking, or is it just her? Um, you guys don't hear any conversation, just her side of it. Okay, 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 okay. To break the curse, do we need to kill her? Which curse? There's two, several curses. I'm, he knows what curse I'm talking about. I don't know what curse you're talking about. The you curse. Okay. That is a method. Okay. Best I can ascertain. I haven't met the woman. Okay, I'm glad you told me that, because that was going to be one of my questions. But such curses, there can be many ways. Really? Don't Depends answer that. What is the shortest route to get to her? Uh, the hood curls up a bit, and you see, like, puts a finger up in the direction, and kind of looking in all, and across the path to all of you, and kind of gives a nod to the group as the attention passes over you. And points and goes. I think that might be the path you want to take. And points uh, 
there, from where you're standing, you can see it switchbacks a bit, and it does split uh, at some point halfway down the mountain as the trees begin to grow more and more dense. The direction he's pointing ends up going a little further, like northwest. Um, is there anything we can do to help prepare ourselves to meet her? Yes. Oh. It's been wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And he pinches the edge of her chin. Now, I've got to get back to my work. And he vanishes, and you guys watch as the cloak kind of swirls, and then this kind of dull flash of greenish-blue light is gone. Caleb Keen Mind memorizes the exact path in relation to the direction north. Fair enough. Jester, we saw everything. That, he's real. I know he's real. But we heard him also. That's not. Oh, that's you, you no, didn't. Did we not? We, we, we heard him. nothing, but we saw <laughs> so much. It felt like we heard yeah. him. Did you see his mouth moving? Well, Did Bo see something in Asarius? I'm trying to remember. Is Bo the only one who's also actually seen Traveler I stuff? I think so, yeah. I think in so, okay. Yeah. In the room, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Remember when we saw that acolyte guy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. And I was like, I don't know. I will say this. Hmm. He's very handsome. Well, he was a floating cloak. You also can't see his face very <laughs> no, much, but you can cloak. tell from like I his tell posture. From his posture. And did you see the bottom of his chin? I saw his he, chin that time. He held himself with confidence, the way he sort of pointed and gestured, and you see like a ballerina. I know he was very graceful. Mm-hmm. And there's this one point where he like went like this. He's not that handsome. You're just attracted to mystery or something. I mean, you barely saw Who his face. Who tra- is attracted to mystery? <laughs> I mean, yes, of course I am. I'm, I'm not. No, I like to be. I like very upfront delivery of goods. Delivery of goods. No, 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 shady biz. I'll say this about you: you were a lot more handsome and attractive before we knew everything about you. <laughs> when you were a mysterious orphan with mysterious ties to a strange water god, that was sexy. Now you're just some. Some creeper who, who uh, just well, I, not. I think it was more the accent, really. That too. Yeah. This accent what? is so plain. This might be the worst thing That's everyone's ever said to me. This is insanely harsh. Yeah, I grew up in an orphanage. Yeah. This, I think your accent now is wonderful. <laughs> so do I, but it was. I just had never. I have never heard it. I had heard that other accent plenty, Ford, and I like this one more. Well, maybe it's the menagerie. Have you ever seen his face? But just you see it all the time. It still doesn't change the fact that it's not that attractive. Ford, you're very handsome. Not everyone can be very handsome. A centaur or whatever. Okay. It was not not a centaur. It was a minotaur. I got whatever she meant. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw his face when I was younger, but that was when he looked like you know younger. And then as he started to get older, like he stopped showing his face as much, so I only know what he looked like as a kid. He was a kid when you met him? Well, yeah. Huh. He was like a couple years older than me. Well, you said he was sort of was whatever you needed at the time, right? Like his his appearance changes. Oh, Is that what you said? Old stories are filled with tales of the gods taking on whatever form they want, so. Yeah. I thought you said something like that. Or maybe I just thought that when you were telling us about him. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Either way, super cool and mysterious. We know you got a direction. Yeah. That way, Uh, anything else? 
you know, he's tricky. Um, he told me that killing her would definitely take care of the curse. He also made it seem like maybe there were other ways to take care of the curse. But killing her, solid. Um, and then I tried to ask another question and it just kind of fucked me over. So but wait, that's is okay. he so tricky, <laughs> tricky and trickstery that like if he said she's that way, he was tricking no, you? No, no, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. Pulled one no. over on you. You are saying. You know, that's the first time that like. I mean, I've tried that spell before, but that's the first time I really, like, stuck to it. <sighs> Maybe he's becoming more powerful and he doesn't have time for little spells. Hmm. Well, let's proceed on. Okay. Gather your... Oh! I leave one on the rock, so anybody else that comes along can pray <laughs> to him as well. All right. I can make so many more, I have a lot of paint. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back on your horse, um, you make your way down the pathway over the next few hours until eventually you see where the path splits and the trees grow more and more dense and taller. Taking the path that you were guided to in the northwest direction by the traveler, you begin to make your way underneath the darkened canopy of the forest that claims this valley. We're moving slower now, right? Because we're, you have to, yeah. we're on the roots. Yeah. Okay, I'm you're sending. Moving, you're moving faster than a walking pace, <laughs> um, but not at a full horseback riding pace because the pathway itself moves and there are trees in the way. Uh, I'm going to send Frumpkin the Raven up into the treetops to go from branch to branch. Occasionally, look down at myself to make sure I'm not going to fall off, but stay ahead and try to peer peer ahead All a right. little bit. Who is who is at the front of this? Who is guiding essentially the party through the, the dangers of the wood? Is it survival or perception? Generally, uh, I would say either or. The DC is easier for survival. Frumpkin will assist whoever is. My survival's okay. It's okay. Mine's okay. I'm drinking. Oh, okay. I got knocked out. I'd say Frumpkin would be its own separate role separate. because it is not actually with them looking ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll assist them. Okay. Oh, God, I feel vaguely responsible. Okay, you go on perception or survival? Survival. Okay. So we're essentially beginning what is a traveling skill challenge. Please. So you're taking survival as the first part of the skill challenge. Okay. You, you have advantage though. There are. Guidance. As part of this journey, you require four victories. Four victories out of how many tries? We don't know. As many tries as you want. Oh. But four victories to complete your journey. For every failure, I roll here to see what you encounter. Oh, yes! I don't want to complicate this. Frumpkin time comes here. Roll show. bad. <laughs> I know. Go bad. Go don't put this up for us, Marisha. Oh. God damn you. I have a natural 20. I'm so sorry. I have a D4. Oh, plus four. Oh, wait, plus my D4. Oh, wait, she got a 20. I got a natural 20. Oh. Yeah, but we got to see what you uh, 25 total. Oh, 25. Why is that bad? Because we want low. Because so we, we were going to have a monster. Oh, I want the astral dreadnought to come out and be like, you're inside me. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So as you continue forward, beautiful dead. dark woods music here and sound. Pushing forward for the first leg of this journey, deep into the overgrowth and dense forest that claim the middle of this valley, Beauregard keeps a keen eye with Caduceus holding up the rear. Both eyes ahead, you watch as the path kind of curls and turns, and there is one element 
where the path itself seems to become a bit difficult to follow. The overgrowth has claimed a lot of it, but your keen eyes combined manages to find the remnants of it, and after about another hour of travel, keeping a very close eye on where you're going, the trail picks up once more, and you prevent yourselves from being lost. Oh, shit. Who would like to take the next leg? I'll take the With whatever leg. skill you think would be appropriate to apply to this journey. Oh, so you would say change off from survival to something else? You can do survival again, but the DC will be higher this time. Oh, I'll so take you a You can keep doing the same skill, but it gets. I'll take the perception just just since we're if, if we're going to hit everything I'll I'll do a I'll do a um uh, uh or actually you know what I'll do animal handling I'm going to talk to my horse and let them know hey we're trail's getting a little rough so I need you to keep very 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 close eye on things things are okay. might get a little rough and all right so so leaning into the horse's instincts yeah. to guide you in the proper path away from danger you go ahead and speak to it pat it gently and hope that it knows the way go ahead and is anyone assisting or am I just going uh, with fucking animal handling I'm gonna, I'm gonna assist Definitely I'll, I'll pat me. my horse too and go hey you hear I don't know if you do okay I mean and I'm giving myself guidance because what the heck okay I'll sell my horse. Uh, Go the right way! It's not too good. That's good. Actually, okay, so. It's not bad. Only part I know that shoots. 19. 19. 19's good. 19, okay. Not terrible. This this deep into the valley, the horse confidently begins to pick up a trot. Ow. And you guys kind of keep up behind it. The density of the forest grows darker and darker, and you can feel your horse getting nervous. It begins to give exclamations of <laughs> and start getting a little strange, and so it begins to dart off the path a little bit towards a clearing where it feels more comfortable. As you guys follow suit, you come into an open clearing here in the middle of, of the day. There's still clouded sky above, but it's, it's a welcome kind of opening to this space. And as you kind of step out into it, is this right? This is pretty. Are you all right? Kind of just knows the forest. Slow for a second a bit and look around. The whole clearing is empty of any sort of woodland creatures. Do we hear any bugs? Do you hear anything? Hear anything. I'm going to. Nope. Don't hear shit. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you pick up one quick sound. Just in the last minute, you glance up and you can see a branch in a tree not far from you bow slightly. Mm. And at the end of the branch, you see what looks to be a, a bird perched. Mostly a bird, kindly a kind of a bird. You see bird legs grabbing onto it. You see wings that have folded, and you see the the the, the feathers are black and matted, like they have oil through them. They have this kind of shine to them, like they had pulled themselves out of a tar pit. Um, and you can see elements just kind of dripping what? off the wings as they fold and shake and go back into place. But where the torso is, you see what looks to be a gray-skinned female humanoid figure with long, tattered red wild hair that goes down to about the mid-back, this kind of mane that pulls to the side, and you can see these kind of yellow eyes peering down as it grins. It's about no. 15 feet above you, and it just stays there and looks Did at you. Harpies kill our right horses? Harpies hmm? about, eight about our 15 horses feet above you. Yes, no. as, as, as you glance up and make eye contact, it goes, um, you lost flesh. I ask you purpose. Despair makes flesh tasty. 
Well, it's good that we're so happy we're then. We're very content, yes. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, we're looking for mushrooms in the woods for our papa. Mm-hmm. Papa. For dinner, for supper. He sent us looking for mushrooms in the woods. And it starts laughing, you hear laughter. <laughs> in the trees around you, and you glance up and notice now there are numerous of these creatures that were perched in the trees that were just kind of waiting, resting, hunting, who knows, but they're there now. We have a meeting with the witch Ashanai. Oh. Do you know her? We know of her. Mean witch. Mean witch. Mean witch. Mean, She's a witch. Mean. 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 What does she mean? You'll find out. Or maybe not. And as her, she says that her jaw kind of hangs open a little longer than it should, and you see the tongue kind of lull out, and as it does, this kind of darkened spittle kind of flings outward and spatters into the ground about three feet from you. The horse kind of backs up a bit. Your horse, this horse led us here. I'm going to turn invisible. You wouldn't mind if we had a grievance with her? Perhaps there is something we could trade to come through? Trade, maybe. What you have to trade? So many things. Yeah, not. Offer yourself um, up. I'm invisible! Not's <laughs> horse is. saddle is empty. <clears throat> Are you. Hang on, I, I pull my horse back. Not get on my horse. Oh, okay. I will stealthily switch horses. What? Trade. Caleb holds up a big glass jar full of boba and says, perhaps you are hungry for something sweet? And I trot up with the horse. Oh. And add the horse to the offering. (gasps) The horse is the sweet part, and this is for nutritional value. What is in? Uh, this is enough to fill your belly for a day, and you needn't savage anything. Also, you see all the other harpies in the trees kind of flap down a few branches. They're still above, but they're much closer and kind of circling in a bit as the the one that you're talking to, who you can plainly see is larger than the others and seems to hold a position of power or leadership within this 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 cluster, kind of <laughs> and fly down in your direction. <laughs> right towards you. Is that yays? Yes or nays? No, sorry, keep going, okay. keep going, sorry. And then <laughs> lands on the ground in front of you. Walks up right up to the front and kind of like uncorks it. The smell is terrible. You've dealt with seafaring harpies. These are larger and more grotesque, both in their hygiene and uh, these are these are terrifying harpies. The teeth themselves are much sharper and jagged, reminiscent of some of the worst goblin jaws you've seen. Um, and it seems that their sweat in itself is a thick oil that both protects and seeps into their feathers. That's why they have that kind of glistening shine to them. And the sweat itself has almost like a dark brown coloration to it, where it looks like they had just been doused in oil or blood of some kind, and it's just stayed. Caleb is going to lean down and place the jar into one of the saddle bags of the free horse. Gives it a little nudge on the tuchus. She goes ahead and heads up to you. Leave it open. Yeah. 
That's like nine days worth. Make a persuasion check. Come on, Caleb. I don't want to fail it, I don't want to fight. <laughs> Natural 20. It's a one. Oh, no. is it right? <laughs> Why would you say that? Because you're rolling. Got what I wanted. <laughs> and just like spits them out and they onto the ground and spatter. Shaving. <laughs> Everyone needs to roll in. Guys, this much-needed combat is powered by Dwarven Forge. Everything you need to know, everything you need to know in life is at dwarvenforge.com. Oh boy, here come the maps. Oh, Get out the map! Get right. out the map! Vintage Indigo Girls. Here come the fronts. Oh, yeah. horses. Horses. They're gonna get fucked up. Right here. No. Are her harpy's gonna get, or her horse is gonna get. Are your harpies? They're gonna get harpy. Uh, they're gonna get again. Totally didn't have quite as many horses here, but uh, I got a couple of wolves that we'll just consider sure. to be. Uh, technically, not has a pony. That's true. Babies. So these will be. Look at this. There as well. Flower guard, you're there, dead. not in the back of that one. Mm-hmm. Their hair's moving because they're running. Caleb is right at the running. front. This is the one that was offered. <laughs> Where are the rest of you guys? Um, Which horses are yours? I'll be on that black one in the middle. Alrighty. Hmm. I'll be, I'll be uh, on that one on the. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I can be on that one on the left here. You're right. White horses. I'll be by the, the one on the back there. Over here? Yeah. Who's All right, step forward, they'll put you there. White horses. You got it. All right. Oh, boy. The matron uh, is backed up here Ooh. and is actually, at this point now, flown up to that point oh, in the sky. Just get the going, get the going. Getting some proper battle music in here. We then have up in here. These are some of the. Oh, wow. that's like a, that looks like something out of like the Return of Oz movie. It always yeah. just yeah. about that. Yeah, we'd be surrounded by some eagle flamingos. Wake up with the Florida! <laughs> Spring break! Oh boy. I hate all of it. Uh, that one will be. How many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And we'll say up here. All right. Cool, 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 cool. I'm sure it's fine, guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So initiative here. I haven't done this in a minute. Yep, they're wild. Okay. Oh, okay. Twenty-five to twenty. Oh, I didn't even roll. Sorry, sorry. Twenty-three. Nice. Oh. Uh, tw- nope. <laughs> 21. 21, all right. 22! Yeah! Oh, shit. Oh, Yasha Jester Bow, right? 
spell, yep. Yasha, Jester. 20 to 15. 15. No, 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 19. 19. Oh. I rolled a three. What did you say? 22. 15, 15 to 10. 14. Oh. Is that 14 for? I lost you. No, 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 19. And then 4 to 12. 12, got it. All right. So, the the round. Bo, you are up first with the Asha on deck. You can see them now all ready to leap off the trees and swarm in. So n- none in range. At the moment, no. All you hear is the the chorus of screeches all around you. No! Um, I slap water closet and I just say, "Be free!" and give him a slap <laughs> in the ass. All right. Taking that with it. And I. No, no, no. Yeah. Not yeah. was on mine. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're slapping, oh, you're slapping the, one the one in front. The free front. one that I was. Oh, I see. I see. All right, in which you are invisible, so I'm going to put that little marker there. Yeah, that's what I Sorry. Okay, it'll be your action to do that, just as a heads up. So, oh. um, like, um, reach forward, because you're on a horseback, to reach forward and slap it enough to send it off, that'll be your action. Bonus action, patient defense. That's what mm. I was going to do. Okay, anyway. got it. I'll say as part of that, the horse Hopefully runs off. Hopefully it's a distraction. Distance there. We'll just say that the top, so it just swoops and continues galloping away at the moment. Patient defense with that bonus action. Yasha, you're up first. Okay. Jester, you're on deck. Okay. I would like to rage. Yeah. Okay. You got it. So, uh. Beautiful. It's like a duck call. <laughs> okay, so, uh, could I jump off my horse? And, I mean, will that be considered an action if I jump off the horse? No, jumping off half your movement. All right, I'm going to jump off the horse and start, uh, Running towards uh, this bish over here. Here, yeah. Two, three. Would you speak? You can get right underneath it. Great. It's not within range, though. Not within range. No. Okay. It's about ten feet up. Fuck. Okay, so uh, I will just uh, just rage and and and. You can hold your action if you want to. I'll tell it to come down if when it's in range. Okay, I'll, so when it comes within range, you'll make an attack. Yes. You got it. All right, that finishes your go. Jester, you're up. I'm going to um, cast Spiritual Guardians. Spiritual Guardians, okay. At fifth level. Oh, damn. What's the radius on that again? Uh, that is 15 feet around me. 15 feet around. All right, we'll go ahead and put it. So, just a array of really buff-looking pink flying <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> they're like really muscly because they're fifth level. Mm-hmm. So some of them have like two horns. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And like razor claws for their hooves. Okay. So with that situated in place, anything that enters within the 15 fifth radius of me mm-hmm. gets uh, that's that I don't designate. Anybody that's a friend doesn't get it, but Correct. they'll take oh dead. No. Five d eight. Who by that rule? You got to be dead a long time ago. There. All right. So you have that situated. Are you going to stay place, or are you going to try and kick your horse to move somewhere? Uh, I'm going to try to stay within range of everybody around me to try to give them protection since I'm in the middle here. Okay. So. I'll, I'm gonna stay in the middle as much as I can. Okay, you I need to move forward move a little forward bit. Move forward a little bit, probably be the best way to handle that. So okay. move forward to there on horseback. Sure. All right. And that will say, we'll put pretty much everybody within the radius. 
with you on top of the horse. Cool. Got it. Did that finish your turn, Jester? Uh, yeah, because my bonus is I don't think I have much of anything. Alrighty, it is now the Gore Feather Harpy's turn. Fuck. Gore Feather. Gore Feather. Gore Feather. The Gore Feather Harpy invented the internet. <laughs> this one That's swoops good. down That's here. Good. This one swoops down here to pincer attack Ford. Um, just outside of the radius of the unicorns. Sorry. Unicorns. So here's gonna. Oh, oh sorry. I down as well. To go ahead and attack you, Caduceus. This one is gonna go swoop down towards you, Yasha, and this one's gonna head in towards Bo. You stay right there. The ones going after Bo, I think, will just touch the radius. Awesome. Most likely. So, so what's the, is it a wisdom save? Uh, let me see. Wisdom save, yes. Uh, that is going to be a 10. Ooh, fail! So that is 5d8. So roll damage on that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know why, but never mind. Um, 11, 12, 14. 14, 21, 25, 26, 32. Damn. Woo! As it swoops in, its claws up in the air, going in towards Beauregard, uh, it immediately gets slammed with four of these muscular, screaming unicorns that just rush into it, stabbing it with its horns, and you see it kind of pull back a bit. It's Blood everywhere. Mix it with whatever its its oil is. Uh, it's hurt pretty bad. <laughs> I rolled eight d eight instead of five d eight. Okay. So I'll take the fourteen, which was the first four numbers, and then I'm just going to roll the second one again. Okay. If that's cool. For for five. Okay. So that's eighteen damage. Still hurt. Still but not as hard. Not as bad as you thought. No. <laughs> I just kind of look over my shoulder at Chester. <laughs> All right. The one that's going towards uh, Caduceus, um, it lands and it gives out a horrifying screech. <laughs> that echoes out, and all of you feel it piercing your ears. And everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Oh please. no. Oh no. Oh no. 23. Natural 20. 20. Nice. <laughs> uh, 17. Nice. Natural 20. Nice. Natural one? Natural one. Whoa. Oh, you are frightened. The universe didn't oh, no, balance, man. You are frightened of the one over here, a Caduceus. Okay. One, you are also frightened. Caduceus? 25. 16? 16, all right. The rest of you managed to resist the effect. Those two immediately filled with fear as the screech tends to pierce your mind and your sense of confidence. Knowing it's there and you're being surrounded, you could feel the adrenaline pumping in your system and the urge to just run. Um, that's that one. There are two against you, four, that both have you flanked. They're going to get advantage on their attacks. Okay. The first one. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, okay. A, that's a 13. Uh, that misses. Yeah. Uh, even with an advantage, it was a one and a seven. Oh. <laughs> uh, the other one, on the opposite end, that's a little better. That'll be a 24 to hit. That hits. That one deals. Oof. Uh, that is 10 points of slashing damage to you. Okay. Then the one attacking you, Beauregard, mm -hmm. has disadvantage on the strike because you took patient defense. 
that is going to be a another thirteen to hit. Miss. Misses. You duck out of the way on that one. There's Pretty the one natural counter. Preternatural counter. Preternature. Right. Preternatural. Predator. 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 Preternatural counter. Predator. Predator. I think the effect takes place after you've marked something or analyzed it. Means you have to pee on it. But pee on stuff. But next time you do that, you can totally do that. God damn it! I know. And then there's the one attacking you, Yasha. Natural one. They are rolling Woo! terrible. Well, All right, so that's their turn, not you're up. Caduceus, you're on deck. All right. Because I'm frightened, I have disadvantage on attack rolls. Correct, and you cannot move Against closer. everything or just against that one creature? Uh, while, while you're within sight of it, or you can see it, you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. And so that negates sneak attack down, uh, sneak attack. Uh, yes, unless they're adjacent to somebody. Okay. And you cannot move closer to that one. That sure. is the source of your fear. Uh, then I will, I will yelp and run away from it. Okay. Towards the mother harpy. Two stars. All right. Um, <laughs> how much you want to move through? One, two, Sheep. three. Like right under one. the mother harpy? Absolutely. Yeah, because you are invisible. It doesn't get attack opportunity. It doesn't even know you're there. Okay. I can still attack things, just not that one. Correct. Oh. Okay. Technically, Yasha also would have gotten an attack since she was That's right. Oh, oh, yes. Let's go ahead and roll your attack on that guy. Ah. Okay. And you're raging. Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen hits. Go ahead and roll yes. damage. Yes. Okay. Get all my pieces. Ooh. Okay. 23 points, points of damage. Ooh. You take a hearty chunk out of that. Uh, Harpy just swoops down and strikes towards you. You kind of duck out of the way and spin around with the momentum and just slam your blade into the side of its back. <laughs> it stumbles to the ground and kind of limps forward a few steps more. It starts getting back up. It's hurt. Finishing your turn, not. I will. I take out my crossbow and aim it, but I find I'm shaking so much I can't. I can't get a, a true aim, so I will spend my action and bonus action consuming alcohol. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, action and bonus action. Six seconds of straight chugging. Uh, that'll that'll make you drunk. Okay. So you shrug off the fear, but you're also now drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you were afraid, or it does something to add to your fighting? Huh? It's, <laughs> it's an effect trait, I think. I am, I am it's a character now, choice, Trim. I am now immune to fright. Oh, All right, Caduceus, no. you're up. Caleb, you're on deck. Yeah. You just get one thing. Nice. Are you, are you immune to pain? It's great. Could you, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm up. Okay. Yeah. Best way to describe these, except for the one that Yasha hit, I think most of these are. Technically, still partially in the air is kind of how they're striking from kind of up and adjacent. So for that type of one, yeah, she's still not the ground. Okay, I'm. Uh, I kind of like what I kind of like what, what what you did, uh, Jester. That was kind of cool. So mm -hmm. I'm also going to cast uh, Spirit Guardians uh, at level four. Damn! Alrighty, people be liking them Guardians. People being like in them guardians. 
True. What are yours look? What do yours look oh, like? Oh, mine are mine are little iridescent beetles, little and little flying insects. It's just that look and the little dragonflies. Are they awesome. a complementary color to gesture? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, they're all. They're, it's all that nice like oil, iridescent oil slick kind of kind of look. Alrighty, so they are also swirling around. I imagine there's at least one red dragonfly. Oh, I would hope so. Okay, good. My God, two clerics in the party. I need now need two 15 foot ones. Let's see if I got something here. So that's, uh, Here. Since you said that you're iridescent. Oh yeah. I'll go ahead and use this <laughs> this rainbow circle to mark that one. Yeah. There we go. It's everything that's I've perfect. ever wanted. There you go. Um all right. Oh good. So I'm just and I'm going to uh just uh, I guess use my bonus action just to tell all the horses to stay in the circle. All of you stay in the circle should be okay. A couple um, of horses' heads like in a. Why? Look back We're at working you, acknowledging. on it. <laughs> um, yeah, since that's my action and my bonus action, I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't want to step out with that one that's next to me, so. Okay. Yeah, I've got good coverage right now, so. You got it. All right, finishing Caduceus' turn. So, do they take the two that are in there, take damage immediately? Does right? it say they take it immediately or do they take it on the top of their turn? On the top of their turn. Uh, when they enter the circle or when they Affected creature speed is halved in this area, by the way. Correct. Uh, but when I think they take enters the, the, yeah, enters in the first time or starts his turn there. Right, so next time in their turn, they'll take it. Yeah. All right, Caleb, you're up. Uh, Caleb is uh, rummaging through his pockets as he backs up away from the main hoppy uh, into the horses, uh, bumps into Jester and says, oh, are you okay? <laughs> Instantly turns around and slaps batshit and sulfur together and the fireball flies up out of the air and explodes uh, up and behind the main hoppy there, right level there? four. All right. Explodes the, the entire vicinity of this open glade kind of brightly lights up as fire <laughs> bursts in the air, engulfing this uh, harpy matron. You see, like, now fall about 10 feet before having to catch herself back up in the space she was. Um, that is going to be, ooh, that's a bad roll. Uh, that is a nine on the, the deck save. So. Uh, total of 26. 26 damage. Still holding herself in the air, bit burn and charred smoke kind of emerging, and some of the feathers have curled back, uh, kind of the edges of them glowing orange like cinders from the fireball, but still standing there angrily now, staring in your direction. And I will crouch six inches lower amongst the horses. And that's okay. My turn. Fair enough. Uh, it is now the happy matron's turn. Oh, perfect. No. Angrily, it's going to go ahead and swoop in and keep that same kind of height. Against you. We'll say for the purposes of this. Does it take 5d8? It does. It makes its wisdom save as it comes into the range. That is going to be. 14. Fails. So it does not succeed. Woo! That's good. Mm. 15, uh, 21, 25, uh, 29. 29. That was a much better one. Oh, yeah. Swoops in and kind of like gets assaulted by the barrage of super, super, super buff tiny unicorns. Yeah! Uh, piercing and scraping past it kind of takes the damage, but continues to push through. Eyes on the prize towards Mr. Caleb there. It's going to go ahead and make two attacks with its claws on you. First strike. It's going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, shield. Shield, alrighty. Shield goes up and deflects the first volley of claws. The second attack, it's a natural 20. No! Dispelled. Yes! 
because you can do that with your reaction. Yep. <laughs> so you suffered nine points of slashing damage, Caleb. Yeah, okay. That's so much worse. Uh, All righty. You now see like them all, all the unicorns swirling and battering, and it's just right above Caleb, just like taking the hits, but wanting to look intent to try and grab and yank out of that space. Uh, that brings us to Ford's turn. Ford, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to uh, cast Armor of Agathus on myself. Okay, there you go. That is, uh, as you, looking around, the harpies to each side of you, scraping and clawing at you, and you're kind of like trying to shrug them off and use the blade to deflect it. You put your hand up, touch the front of your chest, and watch as this heavy set of jagged, spiked ice encases the front of his torso. You can see freezing mist kind of drifting off of his upper torso as the spell takes effect. That's your level. Ooh! Yeah, Whoa. level, so we have 25 temporary hit points. Oh! Mm. Dang! Ah, uh, yes, and uh, that is it. All right. Finishing your turn, top of the round. Bo, you're up. Yasha, you're on deck. All right, I'm going to go after the one that's right in front of me. I'm just going to grab it by its uh, beaky face and just pop, pop. Go for it. Take your strikes. Bob, Bob. Bob, Bob. <laughs> Bob, Bob. <laughs> Bob one and Bob two. Bob, Bob. Ooh. Oh, oh my god, those are both 18s. Natural 18, so 28 for both of them. Both of them hit. Um. Bob has Which means. Bob has oh, wait, 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 w
And extract those aspects. aspects. So the, the, after the two first hits, you pull back as one of its claws goes by your face. You grab the back of its leg and with your fist, slam it into, the, into its back and kind of hold onto its spine and you kind of let your key kind of pass into it for a second. And as you do, you immediately kind of understand a lot of its physical uh, weaknesses and where the interior of it is. Um, they are resistant to necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, and with that, you pull your hand back and also realize, oh man, that spine's pretty brittle. You punch a, a second time in there, and you feel it snap, and it kind of just goes limp in your grasp and falls. As I'm the holding the dead turkey, can I turn to the group and say, "Don't use death magic." You got it. That finish your turn, Bo? Yeah. Yasha, you're up. Just so you're right. undead. I'm gonna keep attacking the one that's right next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck it up. That's cocked. Ooh. Okay. Uh. 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 Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Okay. Good. First hit. Twenty-two for the first attack. Twenty-two points of damage. Alrighty. Second attack. Um. Oh, that might not hit. Oh no. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Yeah. All damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, uh, five. You know what, I'm gonna try this, uh, yeah. this other thing that I have, where did it go? Uh, savage Attacker, where you can, re-roll once, the damage once per turn where you can re-roll the damage, but you can you can use either total. Correct. So let me see if I can roll back on that. Yes, <laughs> that was much better. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Certainly oh. couldn't be worse. Uh, certainly 20 couldn't be better. total. 20 total. All right, so after it struck down towards you, and you dodged it, and then sliced it once last round, and it fell to the ground, it begins getting itself back up. As that happens, you take the blade, spin it around, and jam it into its abdomen, and it's still there holding it, both of its wings kind of folding on it from the impact. You take your foot, press down on its own foot on the ground, and then arc the blade up, and carve it right in half from the belly up, and (laughs) spreads down the middle and flops onto the ground. I need lessons, give me lessons. Did you say tuna? Tuna! Oh. <laughs> tuna! 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 Don't battle cry. She's taking a lot of hits. Tuna! She's still reeling from that pit fight. Yeah. Um, all right, so there are two right there that are beginning their turn in the circle of uh, Caduceus's. Um, one, actually, one that's in both of your guys' radius, yeah. and one that's gonna, just, in, just in, in Caduceus's. So, uh, for, go ahead and roll your damage, Jester. Oh. 11, 16, 18, 18. Ooh. Uh, 26. 26. It did roll a ninth natural 19. Okay, so half that. So it took half that. So it's 13 damage to it. And yeah. then uh, the. Caduceus, how much damage did you roll? Uh, 19. 22. 22. Uh, okay, it failed both its, both of them failed their saves. <laughs> the one that's been assaulting you, it gets pummeled with a bunch of unicorns, kind of stabbing at its side and neck. <laughs> as they rush into its side, it rears around and tries to scrape them away with its claws as a swirling mass of beetles. Yes. Curls like, over its body and begins. It's like, like the '90s mommy movie. Yeah. Yeah. It completely yeah. obfuscates its torso. You hear it screeching within, and as the bugs pull away, there's just bones where the torso once was, oh, and it collapses. Hey. To the ground. Hey. I got 
got way too excited about that. Tuna! Reference. Tuna! Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Two now, focusing on you. Oh, did the other, yeah, the other one took the damage too. It did, yeah. <laughs> uh, both with advantage. The first one is taking two strikes. Ooh! Holy shit! Two natural 20s. Oh! No joke. Oh, they get to go before me. They do get to go before me. Oh, it was your turn. That's right. I messed up in that. It's you okay because I. I you keep, keep those twice. Yeah, you can keep them. Depends on. Yeah, yeah but sorry. So I wanted to move nice. that direction nice towards thing. the ones uh, attacking forward to get them within my fifteen feet. Okay. Okay. I will. I will, I will allow that. Cool. 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 Sure. And then, am I still frightened? Uh, then? that one's that dead. One? That one's dead. So okay. You're no longer frightened. Oh wait, but it. Would it have been after my turn that he it would have yeah. died? Yeah. So I am so still, frightened. still frightened. Right. So okay. you have to move adjacent to cool, go cool, there. Cool, cool, cool. So I'll go that direction, and yeah. then spell attacks. I would still get disadvantage on a spell attack. Mm -hmm. Okay. So instead of doing a spell, I'm going to do a sacred flame at uh, the matron. Nice. Okay. That is a. That's a dexterity. Oh, it's a dexterity. Oh, that's a 17. 17 is what she needed. Damn it. Yeah, so, so she okay. darts out of the way. All right, so now we go to the, the Harpy's turn. Yes. Your your fear is gone now because okay. it has died. Um, those two are there. Both get to roll to see if they get hit by your element. Okay. Uh, that would be... Oh wait, I won't roll again, that would just be... 17 and a 15. Uh, the 17 saves. Okay. Uh, 15 fails. Yes, and that was damage. what I rolled before, I'm assuming. Do you want to just use the damage that I did the first time? That was a 28. Right? Oh. 26. 26, yes. We are, we are alive and captured. This all makes yes. perfect sense. There's definitely not They're both really game. hurt. And then there's the one that attacked you twice. Um. <laughs> Dual critical. I'm still. They're still on my, my tray. If you want to I see it, I still don't have my reaction back. So nope. there's nothing I can do. Uh, now you've already taken damage, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they. So their smell of blood ability kicks in. So they do an additional bit of damage for each strike. So the first one is going to be. Uh, 25 points of slashing damage for the first strike. Okay, he takes Ooh. 25 points of cold damage yep. off of that strike. And Ooh. as the ice bursts, it entirely freezes the harpy. As it strikes hey. you, you go <laughs> falls back and oh. shatters into the ground T1000 style. All the unicorns around him go, <laughs> The others, the other, oh. and actually it wouldn't have gotten a second attack. Because it took away the second attack. Because no, it's two attacks each for this one. <clears throat> so, happy. so, so the second yeah, attack doesn't happen. Yeah. Other one attacks. No, the eighteen. Uh, this the happy unicorn. Yeah. Twenty-three and nineteen. Uh, they both hit. Okay. First one does eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And it takes twenty-five points. <laughs> it also does. Yes. Nice. Oh, oh my god! Snap. So cool. Wow. So, but that is the end of the armor of Agathus. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So both of them, as they both strike you approximately at the same time, you feel the impact, and as soon as that hits, the spell ricochets back as all the ice off your body just sprays. 
shooting hundreds of shards of icicle-like blades of ice into both of them, and they fall to the ground and shatter into a million pieces. Whoa. That finishes their go. Not you're up. The only standing one right now is the uh, the matron that's been harrying. I will. And you're invisible. I will attack her <laughs> with my crossbow. All right. <laughs> Not the greatest attack. Uh, shit. Only a 16. Hits. Oh! I assume sneak attack? Yes. All right. Whoa. <laughs> Rogues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 24 plus six is 30, plus I'll do Fury of the Small, 41. How do you want to do this? Yeah! Uh, in my drunken state, I will stumble, fall down, and it will accidentally shoot. <laughs> Perfect. As you do so, the invisibility fades right as you're mid-fall. And as you do, it takes off. The Gorefeather Harpy matron, who's like currently in the process of about to sink its claws into the eyes of Caleb, who's like rushing and looking behind just as it swoops down. Large, uh, heaping claws ready to just carve into its face. Here's the what? Kind of like glances <laughs> over the shoulder and from a perspective of the bolt, you see the and just goes right into the under the jaw and emerges most of the way to the other side of the head. It's a unicorn! Yeah, this eye kind of gets pushed a little out of the socket oh, from yeah. the pressure yeah. behind the bolt. And it, it yeah. <laughs> and instinctually tries to fly. Oh. Gets about five feet before it arcs and then tumbles onto the ground. Like an off balance balance kite. Uh -huh. the, no, no, no! Mercy, oh. mercy. Yes. <laughs> did I did I hit it? Yay! I mean <laughs> like a fail video from Texas. That went pretty well, right? Yeah, come back, come come back, uh, WC. Everything's okay. Uh, I think it's all done. We're good. Does the horse stop? Uh, the horse eventually does stop. Um, it takes a, a moment, a moment to find the horse, but you do manage to retrieve her. All right. All right. Okay. How many successes did we get before? Just two? No, that was a failure. One that was a failure. One success and one failure. Oh fuck. Oh god. It's a long okay. Horses regathered and pushing forward into the next length of this journey. You're now in the middle of the first valley and making your way up the next path in the northwestern direction over the next mountain ridge. Who's helming this next leg of the journey? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. How would you like to help and aid the travel at this portion? I'm assuming sleight of hand and uh, medicine don't really help much. If you can come up with a very creative way, you can attempt with a very high DC. Nope, I'm just going to use perception. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, you don't need me. You can do your own. Right. No, yeah, I'm going to guide myself. But does anyone want to help me keep an eye out? Anyone? I don't help. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh, good, good. Hey. Uh, let's see. P1. Plus green giant. What are you Thank you. Oh. Four. 25. 25. All right. Second success. Yes. Leading yourself up through this portion of the forest, you eventually, with Jester's guidance, uh, find your way up to the next mountain crest. This one getting slowly closer towards Mount Mentiri. As you hit the edge, you can see the bright red mountain. 
uh, a little ways ahead. This next valley below that you'll have to traverse, that is the safest route you can take, is much wider than the one you just went through, and will eventually lead towards the base of Mount Mentiri. The um, the forest here is spotted from this distance. You can see from the daylight. You've you still have you about mid afternoon at this point. Um, you can see there are elements where the canopies break, and it's kind of hard to see what's below them. And the tree colors and the various elements of the foliage uh, seems to transition. You also notice that a heavy fog is kind of settled over elements of the mountains the further down you head into it, and the very, very tops of some of the trees at the base of the valley are mostly obscured by this fog. You're able to just distant make out the distant kind of dark shadows of where the treetops are. So you continue down, slowly making your way through the next element of the dense forest. Who's helming this next leg of the journey? I'll do it. Okay. Uh, I will send Frumpkin into the air to fly uh, low, uh, out a good quarter of a mile ahead of us to see if there was anything okay. dangerous. Okay, so uh, Frumkin is utilizing perception for yeah. this, right? Okay. So as you guys are following Frumkin's lead, heading down this trail and path deep into the forest, go ahead and roll perception. Can't guidance you on the. Unfortunately, no. Okay. Be a good roll for once. No, that's two. <laughs> It's a three. <laughs> Wait, don't you need uh, assistance? Not with Rumkin. Rumkin okay. is way assistant. far away. <clears throat> okay. You guys continue. <laughs> <laughs> it is foggy. Uh, and as you head into the next leg of this dense forest, the fog itself begins to make it difficult to see more than 20 or so feet ahead of you beyond just the shapes of trees slowly emerging from the mist. Um, following Frumpkin's lead and the communication you guys have whenever Frumpkin circles back over in your path, you continue pushing forward. Uh, the smell begins to change, has that kind of, uh, that really strong, earthy dirt scent that mingles with that familiar kind of sulfurous smell that a lot of Camorda's uh, atmosphere kind of holds and it lingers. It's on your clothes and you could have smell it, you can smell it since you left the town, it kind of just sticks to your clothes, but now it's all around you once more. And as you're watching Pumpkin kind of fly overhead, you hear a <laughs> and you look down, and there is a what looks to be a, an open spring or a uh, a jet of a hot spring right next to you guys. That <laughs> sprays a massive geyser of scalding hot mineral water mm. all over the entirety of your party. Oh I need everybody God. to go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Oh please. Caleb was blind and deaf when that happened. So probably not a good save. No. Dexterity. Oh, oh I can 10. see it. Um, 22. Okay. Uh, 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 so for a 10, the mineral water splashes on you. And it's not mineral water. Not only is it hot, it begins to eat away at your skin. You take 15 points of acid damage. Okay. Beauregard? Not terrible. Uh, you take six points of acid okay. damage, or seven points of acid damage. Ouch. Uh, I rolled an eight, but the Ring of Evasion saves my bacon. Okay, so you're. Use, using a okay. slot from it, yeah. Okay, so oh, you. Can I evade? If I succeed? For half damage? Run me the warding on that. Success, no damage. If you fail, it's half damage. Right. Am I allowed to evade here? Yeah, so you would take none. Okay. You would. So, Caleb, you go ahead and take seven points of acid damage. Not what'd you get? 12. 
12. But I will also evade. Uh, but evade, you fail, so you take half damage. Sure. Um, so you take uh, seven points of acid damage. Okay. Uh, I roll 18. 18, you take seven points of acid damage. Eight. You take 15 points of acid damage. 23. 23, you take seven points of acid damage. Um, let me roll for the horses. Points, right? Oh no, the horses! Oh. Not cool. Like a weapon, I lean up on the side and shield the horse with my body. <laughs> with the sprays, three of the horses fall. No! Claimed by the horrible liquid that spewed forth from this jet. Four horses! So you have four horses remaining. It is getting Stop. denser as you travel forward. We should probably not have the horses anymore. But I don't want to send them back. What if there's more harpies? Caleb, can you do a spell and we can just send them to like one of the the libraries? Whoa, whoa! No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I actually do not have that prepared. We can, right now. you know, just if we just leave them here, by the time we come back, they'll disappear anyway. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Yes, go look that way. I will totally, totally magic them away. The farm. We can horse farm. We can put them. Try and try and leave them somewhere safe. And oh, there's definitely going to be creatures in this forest that will come eat them. Listen, they knew this. This was a one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> we did notice those long embraces before they left. <laughs> this will be it. <laughs> All right, hey, Kayla, Caduceus, we'll we'll can to you talk up. to them and tell them to, like, you know, go back safely? I can. It's getting harder for them to travel anyway. Uh, tell them to get back recklessly. Gonna be rough going from here, uh, kids. Let's. Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we pack it in? Do you? Do you all remember the way back? They uh, all kind of loosely look in the direction of where you traveled from. I think we'll 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 take what's packed and uh, we'll let we'll let you, let you all head back then. That's they, kind of, right. they kind of look at each other like, all right. We could also have them stay here. And... Uh, Caleb uh, waves his hands in the air for a moment, and suddenly all the horses look like moorbounders. Ooh. Ooh. They that's look cool. like moorbounders? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Wow. That's likely to be attacked. Yeah. Just, just go, all right? We, we didn't like you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just go! So. <laughs> <laughs> Moorbounders. Walking <laughs> 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 Please, please, I know what you're rolling. One of the horses looks extremely spooked by suddenly oh. being surrounded by other moorbounders, oh but the other ones acknowledge that this was an illusory shift, but that one is still kind of, no, oh, this is not real, it's not real, it's just a thing. You look at yourself. Make an animal handling check. Oh, thank God, 10. 10. 10. You just managed to slowly calm it down. This is just to keep other things away. It's all just to, just to keep no. you safe. You managed to calm it, and the four of them, with their new illusory presence, begin to make their way back in the direction from where you guys came. Eight hours. Nice job, you guys. Critical Role does not have the ASPCA logo. <laughs> no, no. 
You guys have been responsible over the years for for many a mountain death. <laughs> that, will be, that will be the final boss. Will just be the, the, the reanimated yeah. horse. <laughs> and, and workhorse. Sprinkle. Oh, sprinkles the lead there. <laughs> so much ass. <laughs> The whispered weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a constellation now. Yeah. Alrighty. So, horseless, you guys begin to press on further into the next leg of your journey, as the hard ground of this element of the swamp begins to slowly soften, and with footfalls around you, you begin to hear the familiar slush of wet mud beneath your feet. The slight sucking sensation of you having to pull your boots from the muck. You're beginning to helm into what seems to be uh, mild marshland. Who's helming this next leg of the journey? Oh, God. Yasha. Yeah. You're used to marsh. I'm used to this. This is. I'm used to this terrain. I'll take the lead. Okay. Uh, What skill would you like to present for this one? Performance. <laughs> a little soft shoe. <laughs> Real soft shoe in the swamp. Uh, let's do. Can I do athletics? Because I'm moving through it just so smoothly. <laughs> because you guys are on foot, you can attempt to use your athletics to help find routes outside of the swamp and through boughs and trees, leaving from branch Ooh. and kind of finding the sub. It's, okay. it's going to be a high DC, but it's possible. Okay. Oh, I'm going to give you guidance. Okay. Well, that's cocked. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Uh, a natural 20. Oh. I rolled a one and a natural 20. <laughs> so that would be 28. Well, gu- guidance is not advantage. Yeah, uh, never mind. So you so rolled a natural rolled a one. one. <laughs> <laughs> guidance adds a d4. Okay. <laughs> and then add your athletic skill. And that's twenty-six. And then we still. Mercer giveth and me. Mercer taketh away. Can I borrow a d4? I'm sorry. Yasha doesn't cool. use. Cool. Oh, okay. No. That's a one. <laughs> oh. Good. Uh, 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 okay, good. ten. Ten. Okay, um, <laughs> Yasha, you're you're used to the. Sorry, I thought you said. So, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. It's all good. You're used to the 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 swamplands of Shorhas, where you've traveled through and and grew near the you know the Saro Seep um, and the the moorlands, where you spent a lot of your life. These are different kind of swamp, and the trees themselves are not as strong as you would thought. Some of them appear to be petrified, and some have died a long time ago, and as you begin to leap from branch to finding the right trees in the various places where the ground is higher than the heavy water that tends to sit in a lot of the spaces, a lot of them are soft and bend or break, and that's a fail. God. Nothing terrible happens, but the physical action of you guys following this path the heavy mist that's around you, and the just physical exertion that has come to all of you. I need you all to make constitution saving throws for me, please. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Natural ah. one. Natural oh one. God. You take a point of exhaustion. 11. Point of exhaustion. Caleb? Uh, one momento. 15. Fifteen. You managed to pull through. Thirteen. 
13, you'd have a point of exhaustion. So, wow. is that two points of exhaustion? I'm drunk as well, which is which you sort of said is like disadvantage on ability checks. Correct. It's not two points of exhaustion. It's just double, 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 double disadvantage. You just have disadvantage. It's just your disadvantage with that. But as opposed to where that was just dexterity, ability checks. Oh, that's everything. Then, then the exhaustion is everything. Yeah. No, I mean I was I was already disadvantaged on every ability check. So now do I have? More disadvantage? No. Okay, you're still. Okay, good. Does that stack? 19. 19. You're fine. Caduceus? 9. 9. Point of exhaustion. Wow. Yasha? 17. 17. You're fine. Disadvantage on ability checks, just in general. Just a disadvantage in life. But you've made yourself partway into the swamp, and you're getting close to the, the very base center of this valley. The water in places is creeping up the knee to the thigh, and some of them you have to push through waist high, keeping your equipment and bags above you as you slowly push through the swamp. We still have to get two swamp. successes? We yep. got this, yeah. we got this. We've We're got all at disadvantage two, two and two, right? We're two for two? Oh, you have two, you have two victories. You need two more successes. Two more victories. We've got a lot more failures. Caleb is going to pause for a moment and pull out a piece of um, obsidian and hold it to his chest and start casting in front of him and a dark uh, mirror image of Caleb <laughs> uh, comes into existence casting Resonant Echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is now a darker, shadier Caleb walking with Caleb. It's made mostly of like, it looks almost like immaterial shadow or black smoke in a, a form that is very reminiscent of Caleb. and. Almost every way, other than the fact that you can kind of see through it. And he looks at one and goes, and the other one goes, and they start walking. Ford, yeah. take, take note. Super mysterious. No idea what he's doing. It looks a little gothic and cool. Just, just a note. Is that how cool I look when I invoke duplicity? <laughs> well, I mean, that thing is dark and brooding. The thing that you make is just so sweet. I mean, it looks cool. It okay. just doesn't look like dark. All right. I think Jester's very mysterious. Jester's the best. Thank you. Just not very dark. I will helm this this next leg of the journey. All righty. How would you like to aid your party in traveling through the swamp? Investigate. Okay. The areas of the swamp, trying to glean uh, from markings and things which direction animals have gone to circumvent dangers. Okay. That's okay. Good. That's good. Go ahead and go ahead and make a check. Yeah. Hey, ah. the traveler believes in you. Oh wait, disadvantage. Plus a plus, plus a four. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is investigation. Yes. Yeah. Twenty-nine. Whoa! Jeez. <laughs> That'll be your third success. <laughs> you do actually keeping track of, of watching the various birds that travel through, markings for woodland creatures and uh, sometimes larger than woodland creatures. You can see different patterns across the the bark of the trees and elements of the stone and uh, exposed earth outside of the water that show you the often traveled paths of the denizens of the swamp. Um, which, one, helps you stay in the safer route from any sort of natural hazards around you. Two, helps you avoid crossing paths where some of the more predatory, uh, predatory, predatory denizens 
might be. So with that, you push through a majority of the swamp, exiting where the deepest parts of the waters are, and begin to make your way up the incline towards the base of Mount Mentiri. You grow close to the end of this journey, towards where, at least you assume, the home of this sage might be. Who wants to handle this next leg of the journey? Should we sleep? What time is it? Should we take a short rest? It's been a half hour. <laughs> now, at this point, it's, you've been traveling since early, in, very early in the day when you guys left. Mm-hmm. Um, you gather, you're probably about two hours out from dusk. I just, I feel like if we can just get a little bit further, we'll be better off. What if we get a little bit further and the hut's like right there, Uh-oh. and then the witch like knows of everything that's within like range of her, and then she comes and attacks us in the night, and then we all die because we're exhausted. I could use a short rest. A short rest, but we I mean, need if a you long short rest, then it's going to be nighttime. I say we press on until we get closer. Okay. I could helm this last bit. There's, there's nowhere to. Yeah, this is not a good, good stopping point. I assume that it doesn't seem to be a. Yeah, it's not a good, not a happy, fun place. Uh, you can camp yeah. in the middle of a swamp, sure. <laughs> yeah, let's we just get to high ground. Uh, I will use um, a mask of many faces to make myself look like an undead harpy mm-hmm. that we just killed. Cool. And I will try and uh, deceive my way through the swamp. <laughs> I will say that will put you adjacent to the undead harpy because it take you only have six yeah, seconds for guidance to last. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I assist? Guidance is fun. If you want to walk ahead with him. I'll walk ahead with him. Okay. So you have one undead harpy and a Yasha, both hobbling through the uh, the the last elements of the swamp. Roll. <laughs> this is a, a disadvantage, right? Or dis- is it a straight roll? Well, it's disadvantage if you have a point of exhaustion. I do. So it's just a single roll. Disappear. And uh, it's, it's a real high DC. Ever yeah. A rock scoops him up in one bite. Natural 20. Did you give me guidance? I No, I didn't. No. Oh, well, that would have helped. Uh, 16. 16. The mists around you don't seem to bear any sort of emotional connection to an undead harpy or a wandering ASMR barbarian. Um, The shadows in these mists are different from the ones you've passed through naturally. As your proximity grows closer to Mount Mentiri and perhaps some of the things that call its base and mountainsides home, something sinister curls from the surrounding fog. It enwraps you to the point where you find yourself kind of coughing and out of breath for a moment. As do you. As do all of you. I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, 
Constitution yeah, we'll throw at a. Disadvantage. You managed to no, resist it. Uh, nine. Nine. I rolled shitty, so you take three points of necrotic damage. Okay. And your max HP is reduced by three. Mm-hmm. Oh, 24. Twenty-four. Really? You're fine. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. You take three points of necrotic damage, and your max HP is reduced by three. Twenty. Twenty. You are fine. Caduceus. Ten. Ten. Take three points of necrotic damage, and your max HP is reduced by three. Eleven. Eleven. You as well. Is that a poison that we're inhaling? There is something within the mist that has kind of a uh, a dark, ghostly energy. Then once it once it seems to have feasted on your life essence, it vanishes off into the fog, mm-hmm. satiated and hard to trace. Uh, I'll drop the undead RP. Okay. <laughs> You're growing close still, and you can see heavy brambles ahead. In fact, there is a series of tangled, heavy bramble vines that will very soon probably begin to prevent you from traversing, unless anyone's particularly clever. You can see these heavy, almost root-like twists and knots that are covered in these varying-sized natural points and pikes that emerge from the wood themselves, like rose thorns the size of short swords and daggers. Yasha, cut through them with your strength! Um. I can try. What are you gonna do? Oh, I'll wait till we have a ten minutes to stop, and then because it takes ten minutes. Of, it what take does? ten minutes? Just to give everybody a little prayer buff. feeling. Prayer feeling. So what do we? Get I think we it? should take ten minutes. Yeah, take ten minutes. Okay, we'll take ten minutes. Yep. Okay. And, so as, uh, as you've emerged from the, uh, the the swamp waters and make your way towards the cusp of this bramble wall around the forest. You stop for 10 minutes and go ahead and cast Pair of Healing, and that heals everyone for uh, That heals, actually, not quite everybody. Um, six targets? Six targets, so one, two, three, four, five, everyone but Bo, so four. Is Bo not needed at all? My, I'm down by my max healing, so I'm good. I can't yeah, heal past it anyway. Uh, I'm good. So everyone gets. I did it at second level, so yeah. Uh, or I did it at third level, so that's 3d8. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 points. Wow. All righty. So everyone else heals 17 hit points. And you finish the rest of your walk up towards the edge of this heavy bramble wall. Hmm. Well, wow. I could sort of just like I could I could get through it with my sort of st- skill, stealthy skills, or you could flip your way through the briar patch. You could just fireball that. Or is it? Yeah, she could yeah. cut her is way through. Is there a canopy of trees still here, or are we more just, in? Uh, there is. Rage yeah. through it. On the brambles and see. Sure. Um, I'm going to try sacred flame on the brambles and see if I can um, set some of it on fire to try to clear it out. <laughs> okay. Um, you. Cast Sacred Flame, and the radiant energy kind of surrounds and focuses one area. You can see elements of the bramble kind of blacken. Um, they are very moist, and the fire doesn't catch. Sacred Flame is not a 
superheated flame as much as it is a radiant blast, yeah. so it doesn't seem to have a strong effect on well, the brambles. As long as we've gone that far, Caleb will follow up and hit the same spot with literal fire. Just a firebolt. Just a firebolt? Yeah. It hits and you see the brambles darken, there's a little bit of a glow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's burnable, but it would take a, a, a vast amount of fire. It's brittle, though. I'll try to cut mm-hmm. through it. In that same spot? You're going to rage through it? Yeah. So you're going to attempt to carve through the brambles? Yeah. Just the, uh, the brittle Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and make a strength ability check. Natural 20. Never mind, yeah. Do you have a point of exhaustion, or did you resist that? I resisted it. Correct. Um, and you have an advantage on your strength check? Are you raging in advance of it, or? Oh no, it was just cocked when she rolled Oh, got you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So natural 20. Natural 20. Okay. Whew. So that little part of the bramble twist there that you guys had slightly <laughs> kind of damaged a bit, Yasha building which blade of your choice? Skin Gorger. Skin Gorger. This really terrifying-looking, dual-handed, front-edged blade of rust and jagged edge just carved through the bramble, collapses inward, and a second strike, and a third strike, and one after another, you begin to carve your way through this bramble forest. It's slow going, uh, and it continues on for another 60 or so feet. Um, but with the size of the blade and the sheer immensity of your strength, the natural 20, um, you begin to carve a path through that is safe enough for you to travel single file without taking any damage. Nice! Caleb okay, turns to his double, awesome. and this is after you, and the shadow walks in. All right. <laughs> you guys follow Yasha's lead until eventually you get to that final element of the bramble, and you cut through, and as you slice that last bit and it falls away, you can see now that large bramble wall begins to fall away, and you can see the brush and the hill rise up. You can see more of the trees ahead, some of them still petrified, though the kind of gray coloration of their branches growing more and more present as you get closer to Mount Mentiri. You can smell that sulfurous scent, but something else hits your nose as well. A heavy, almost asphalt smell. And as you begin to look ahead, you can see small patches in the ground where a black tar-like substance seems to be mm-hmm. pushing through the floor. Little black puddles, thick in regions. Continuing forward, you can see the stone and the earth of the area beginning to turn more deep red of the mountain. Some areas are almost yellow, like a dust has gathered on them, and there are a couple of small little steam vents that are releasing this lazy trail of heated moisture that dissipates and joins the rest of the mist around you. The fog itself is not as strong and as intense as it was deep in the swamp, but there is a low-lying fog that coasts about a foot and a half off the ground universally over this space. And as you push forward, the trees thin a bit, and you can see there are a few little elements of the ground where the elevation shifts a bit, and ahead there is one mild hill where through the fog and mist you can see a frame. You can see almost a porch of a home, no more than maybe 15, 20 foot end to end, a heavy thatched top to it that is green 
brightly green with moss and mold and other sorts of natural growth that has taken root in it. It's like a cabin put together from numerous thin, tall trees. You see hanging from the outside of it, from elements of chain and rope, look to be hooks, whether it be for lanterns or tools or implements, who knows. There is a wooden rack off to the side of the porch that contains a handful of leathers that are stretched out. What kind of leathers? You can't really tell from this distance. There is a door that is partially ajar, and there is there is a warm light from the inside. And that's where we're going to oh, yeah. You bastard. Mm. We'll return here in a few minutes to see what, what this house is. Um, what is this house? It could just be somebody's house. Probably. In the interim, we do have our Wormwood giveaway uh, at the break. So we have the cool. Black Poisonwood Dice Vault here. Ooh. Opens up. It's nice. It smells nice. What we do is we smell Wormwood. It um, has mild hallucinogenic properties. That's not true. Do not quote me on that. Uh, but one lucky winner will have this when we come back from the break. Tonight's chat keyword is superstition. Super silly, super silly. Yeah. Right in on the wall. Put the word once into chat. Any more than once, you'll be disqualified. And once again, people in the US and Canada only, excluding Quebec because of stupid laws. We'll be back here in a few minutes with the winner and the next leg of our journey. We'll see you guys in a minute. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Listen, I I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an Aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. 
Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CRITICALROLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Why, hello there. This is Critical Role's resident art dad, also known as Liam O'Brien. We are continuously amazed at the artwork this community creates. That's why each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, we share a curated gallery of submitted fan art over on CritRoll.com. If you'd like to submit your art for consideration, visit CritRoll.com submit. And thank you to all of the incredible artists who share their talents with us week after week. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, before we jump into the next half of our session, we do have one winner of our woman giveaway. The winner is SRV Fan three two six eight eight. Congratulations, SRV Fan three two six eight eight. We'll get that sent to you ASAP. <laughs> All right. So, as you guys have trekked your way up towards the base of the mountain. Looking through the mist, you can see the rickety cabin-like abode that rests before you, amongst the rocky and forest-covered hill. What would you like to do? Should we rest now? This is dumb. It's time to rest right here, right? Do you like, love I mean, like a, a shack? Like an actual rest? Like, like go sleep? to sleep in front of her house? There's no, no way. way! She's going to come up in the middle of the night and kill yeah. us all. How roughly? How many feet roughly are we from this home? You're about sixty or so feet. <laughs> Let's uh, about hundred feet. I start putting out the wire. <laughs> we'll say about hundred, hundred and so feet it's before the, the mist kind of reveals the shape and you begin to see what's ahead of you. So how about we split into two parties and we wrap around mm-hmm. the house and meet on the backside? Do a scale. Um. Why? To see what's around the house. Yeah, get the perimeters, man. Why don't we just send Frumpkin over there and see? He sure. can't see anything. That too. Let's try that first. Well, I just don't want to separate, just because this lady's really powerful, and I have no, a feeling she. I think you have the right idea. I mean, I'm, we're not sending him to solve a mystery. We just want to see the other side of the home. Yeah. Uh, Frumpkin goes up and just starts to circle above the home. Okay, perception check from Frumpkin. Come on, you dumb fucking cat bird. <laughs> above five. That's cocked, right? It's yeah. super that is cocked. Super cocked. cocked. 
Super cocked. That's oh, good oh, for, for Frumpkin. Oh, good job, <clears throat> That's Frumpy. That's a 15. As Frumpkin does a pass <laughs> of the area, you can see a number a number of the, the treetops around. There are trees in this area that kind of uh, aren't as closely knitted as a lot of the previous forest you've traversed on your way here. Um, you do see the, the, the little hut. You can see the remnants of a kind of stone chimney. Um, Frumpkin looks around and doesn't see anything moving on the outside. And from the back, there's a like a small barrel on one side, and what looks like a cluster of small uh, like boxes on the other. Beyond that, pardon me, no signs of no movement. movement. <laughs> it looked like there was a back door. Yeah, no back door. No back door. Just what the, front the fuck are you doing? We're listening to Matt. <laughs> Good. About to die by hag. They're like the third row in the minivan. <laughs> so Hell of far back. Caleb can't hear anything, but he's muttering to Beauregard the things that he sees. Yeah, mm -hmm. those boxes, I don't know what's okay. in them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see a door. Yeah. This, this cat is good for something. This cat is fucking shitbag. That cat is a bird. <laughs> the cat sucks. Can he hear us? He's only there. He can, yeah. feel, he can feel if you tug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as stoic as Caleb. Yeah, okay. So, um, Your cat's great. This is the best cat. Yeah. What? I wish he would come back. Did you find anything? Yeah, there's a like a, a, a back area and a bunch of shit piled up outside the door. Oh. Or, or there is no door. I'm sorry, uh, piled up in the back. There wasn't any. Um, was it walled in in any way when I looked back there, or does it just keep stretching on into wilderness behind it? Um, it just continues on into wilderness. Okay. So one entrance that we know of. Just the front door. What about uh, windows? What are there windows? Uh, where are there windows? No that? windows, just the front entrance. No. That's a creepy house. Who would design a house without any windows or natural light? Probably a witch. Mm -hmm. Maybe just go knock. Yeah. I'm kind of into that. Yeah. yeah. Should we leave okay. some people at, as a reserve outside or something? No. I think if we all go in, we all go in. What? Yeah, just already said don't split the party. Yeah. I think any attempt at deceit would end poorly. This lady saw me scrying on her. She's like super observant. She's you been know? watching our every move coming here, right? She, I'm she assuming so. Right now. Hi. Are you just calling out yeah. 60 feet away? Yeah. It's 60 feet. A little bit louder. Hi. Louder. What the fuck? No, I'm just. Probably she here. knows, right? Let's you, just, let's you, just you know. Do I hear anything? Do I feel anything? Mm -hmm. Do I feel special? <laughs> Do I feel special? Well, you're a D&D character. 18. So, yeah. You feel very special. I feel very special. But you don't hear anything. Ugh. You're right. Yasha, shall we? Let's go. All right. Yasha and I start walking up to the door. I follow. I follow. Chester! Ah, come on. Okay. Caleb! Uh, Caleb's double uh, branches away from the group and goes to the corner of the house to the side, and then just sort of stays at the front, peeking around the front Not as okay. the group goes up. All right. What? 
we're all going. I'm gonna go invisible. I'm going invisible. Okay. It's fine. She'll still be able to see you, but if you feel more comfortable, whatever. She she can't do everything. She can see things like that. You don't know anything about her. I know. And from (laughs) instantly. I'm doing this, but I'm invisible. (laughs) We know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So who's who's doing what then? You've. Smoothie Mickey over here. They were first east. Josh and I are up at the door. Yep. So you guys approach. It is a bit of a climb. There's a. Bit of a kind of a rocky incline that you head up to the front of this uh, this small abode. In the base of it, you see heavy roots emerging from it, almost like the house itself is rooted into the ground. Mm. Literally going to mm. discuss you. I don't know how visibility is. Your name is going to instantly come up. So the two of you make your way up to the pouch. Pouch the porch, and you, looking upon the porch in front of you, you can see the, the the fronts lift about waist high with these kind of dividers. There's the opening on the inside uh, onto the porch. Then there is the partially ajar door and the warmly lit interior of the hut. This is open so stupid. Knock or just open the door. Is it? Is we should it, knock. Can you see in through the doorway? Yeah, it's open. But yeah. I feel like we shouldn't. Oh, there's no door. The door is there, but it's partially open. Yeah, we'll go up and. Okay. You knock on the partially adored door, door, and it opens ever so slightly more. And you can see a little bit on the inside. The house appears to be empty. Or at the very least, there's nobody inside of it. Um, within, you can see uh, the, the inside's both warm and muggy. The smell intensely reminiscent of strong mildew and herbs, almost. Uh, it's not too terribly large. Like I said, now that you've gotten close to it, you can see it's about 18 or so feet, end to end, maybe 20 or so feet, and about 15 feet wide uh, or deep. From what you can see, there's a table in the middle of the room that has a lantern, a single lantern on it that's glowing, and it's where the light source is emanating from. There are smattering of all sort of strange collectibles and piles in the corners, kind of shoved into the side, uh, chaotically organized, intent, intently placed, but in a somewhat messy way. Um, kind of glancing along the ceiling on the inside, between where the wooden boards hold up the thatch, uh, you can see hanging from chains and rope and twine cages of different sizes, all kind of. Dangling. Some, they're the largest, they're about that big. Some are smaller, um, and they're carried at different heights. He's going to shrink us down and put us in cages. I She's a trapper. I'll cast Sea Invisibility. Oh, cast Sea Invisibility? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You cast Sea Invisibility, and you look inside the home. You don't see anything. She doesn't appear to be home. We certainly don't want to be in her house when she comes home. Does someone want to come in and investigate quickly while the rest of us wait out front? Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Go. Okay. I'll do a quick scan. Uh, not, you take left, I'll take right. We will all step out except for not and both. We'll stand in okay. front of the door. On the ground. And yeah. do a quick, like, off like, the porch. Yeah. I'll. Look okay, so you guys are all stepping off the porch and kind of staying away while they're going inside? Okay. Wait, so, Bo and Notch? For traps or anything? That makes me I don't know if you're nervous. Okay. I'm going to stand between in the, the threshold. Okay, Just so you stand in the threshold of the room. I'm going to stick my head in really quick and cast Detect Magic. Wow. Okay. Well, let's, let's handle this yeah. one at a time here. Um, so you guys enter the room and start investigating. You cast Detect Magic. Um, you 
sense number of like faint magical auras. Sure. Um, kind of up in the kind of roof region. Uh, think a handful of things and what you can see on a shelf as you kind of go through the door and look on the opposite side of the door as you guys investigate as well. There are two shelves that are just lined with all manner of jars, um, all different sizes. Some of them are, you know, have bits of rope tied to the top with some sort of rubber-like substance capping the top. Some are sealed shut. Some uh, is leather wrapped around it, and they are different colors and colorations. Some are just different colored glass. Some are stained from the inside of whatever they're containing. But there are dozens and dozens of this strange collection of all sorts of things. Um, so that's what you detect in the vicinity. Gotcha. Bits and pieces of it. All right, back out. And the rest of you guys are outside? Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you guys investigating? You said those jars are on the left or the right or both? Or? Uh, they're both on the left hand side, kind of against the wall in the back. It's my side. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to go you. for those jars and investigate them. Roll an investigation check. I will use my reliable talent. Oh wait, I, this is a disadvantage roll. Yes, I will still use my reliable <laughs> talent um, to get a 20, 21. Yeah, okay. Um, there's nothing hidden on this side of the room, it's just a bit cluttered, um, but you have all of these jars and small glass uh, objects that contain all manner of things, as well as the cages as you kind of look around. Um, within the jars, there are all sorts of herbs and materials. You as an alchemist would recognize a few of them. Mm-hmm. Without even having to roll, there's mugwort, there's wormwood, there's blackroot, there's a little bit of powdered silver in a small pouch. You can see there's hindergale and gallerine mushroom and uh, a collection of snake venom in one. There's uh, a, a gnarled hand in one jar that's like gray and withered uh, and it's kept in a liquid that kind of just shakes. Um, you can see up in the cages above, uh, there are creatures that kind of, you hear shift. <laughs> in one of the cages, and you glance up and you can see what looks to be uh, a bat of some kind that's hanging in one cage upside down. <clears throat> you can see another one there, there's a hint of a blue tail of a lizard that's poking out. So there are creatures up in those cages, but you don't have quite the full vantage point, you just noticed a few of them in there. Okay. Beauregard? I'll just whisper over to Beauregard. Some, some animals and some magic components, that's it. What you got? Um, I, I'm looking. I'm looking with disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, you guys are good. Um, glancing on the opposite end, looking at the table, you can see the table has been recently cleared, other than the lantern that's set there in the middle that's lighting the room. Uh, there are stains across the front of the table itself, where you know, various uh, brackish liquids have been spilled and left to sit and as such stained the wood on top. And there are grooves and scratches across it of all different sizes and lengths. I feel so compelled to be honest. It was 23. Sorry, keep going. Okay, no worries. I'm thinking, uh, keep going. It's not going to make a huge difference, it's fine. Um, but you do notice that it looks like things were moved from here recently. Thing, you can see areas where dust had gathered and things were placed in areas of that corner of the room. Um, where there are circles and different shapes on the ground and on like another shelf that the dust is not there. So something, some things have been moved. Okay. Um, you also see all manner of small wooden platforms that emerge from parts of the wood that have melted wax just dripping down the sides, like candles over time have been replaced, replaced, and replaced. And looking around the side, there's dozens and dozens of these long, slowly building on themselves, kind of frozen waterfalls of wax that drip down the walls. Probably about 14 or so of these throughout the room at different heights and locations. 
She's you were too focused on the jars to notice them originally, but you both kind of see it's it's surrounding the entire interior chamber. Is there anything on the ground in there? Uh, uh, don't uh, any sort. Normal stuff. I mean, yeah. Take, take on the ground. Can we assist each other as we both crawl uh, to the middle? Yeah, you, you looked underneath the table. It's pretty clear beneath the table. Like I said, it looks like some things have been removed from. So she's, she's grabbed stuff here um, recently. While they're it's, doing that, can we check the tree lines outside? Sure. Yeah, just, yep. Um, so it's getting it's getting dark now. Uh, d- dusk is hitting. Um, there's a bit of a sunset now. That's that's uh, while you still have a cloudy sky, you can see the coloration shifting a little more to a purple, and it is getting visibly darker. So you probably have another twenty or so minutes before you start really losing light. Um, as you guys kind of walk out past the porch and head down the pathway and look over the tree line, uh, forward as you glance back, glance back towards the, um, the the house, you see on the roof, crouched and looming over the front of it, arms trailing, cloak and hood up, perched a massive female humanoid form that is just knees up beneath the robe, Weird, unnaturally long arms curled over the edge, just sitting and smiling and watching. Right. <clears throat> Ashaw and I. The creature's arms kind of unfurl a bit and grab. Make a perception check. Huh. Mm, mm. Huh. Eleven. Eleven. Mm. As the arms move back and kind of grasp the the front edges of the uh, the roof, there's something very unnatural in the way the arms move. Almost like each arm has two elbows, <laughs> where it seems to almost bend and then unbend as it grabs. Do I see her yet? Nope. None of you see her. Well, I was with Ford. Right. Wow. You see Ford say this to something to oh, something right. in the air. She's invisible. Um, and as soon as you said that name, the head kind of looks right to you. You can see from the tattered lengths of black, oily hair that spill from underneath the hood, uh, and the kind of long, pointed jaw where the jowls kind of hang a bit to the back, um, but the high cheekbones themselves kind of pull in an almost mockery of elvish features, the deep-set green eyes almost glowing from within the shaded hood, piercing right towards you. Mm-mm. We come seeking a conversation. Would you say that she looks like the ring girl, only old? <laughs> old, swollen, and six foot five hunched. Sweet. Interesting. Oh boy. You all hear this now. While she speaks, it's almost vibrating around you. Sourcelessly, even within the house, it feels like it's coming from the walls. But you all kind of turn, and you can sense the source a bit coming from the house, but you cannot see anything. Which of you visited me from afar these past days? I would like to see the face that held the prying eye. Are you guys actually gonna look at me right now? You're looking at me. Go. <laughs> 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 
What you guys see is suddenly there is a cracking shift of wood and thatch, and you see dust and moss kind of fall from the roof as you watch her leap into the air. And you feel on the ground next to you as dust dissipates out. You sense a presence immediately to your left. You watch her leap 15 feet in the air and with an impact slam into the ground next to Jester and then come back to her full hunched height, looming over her. What's her posture like? Um, from the robes that you can tell, and there are a number of, of, from what you can see close up, the kind of gray-brown coloring of the stained cloak that goes over the darker beneath robes, uh, there's ratty gold twine that's wrapped around parts of the, the arms and the wrist, kind of holding it and clutching it in places to the body and crossing around the chest, almost like it's holding the billowing robe close to the form for movement. Um, the body itself is kind of curved backward in an S formation, where the, the front of the torso kind of pulls back like a, like a serpent, and then the shoulders slouch forward and the head itself emerges from the shoulders in the center in a very heavy hunch. And even in that form, Stands about six and a half feet tall. You imagine if she were able to stand straight, would be pushing probably seven and a half feet. I'll say her name again and look very directly in her direction and say, Shah and I, we've done much to seek an audience with you. We hope we might be able to converse peacefully. You can hear the loud sniffing sound <coughs> and the warmth of breath on your cheek, Jester and then takes a step back, and another step back, kind of towards the house a bit, kind of getting between you and the house, but still back towards the trees, there's nobody behind her. As the invisibility fades, and the rest of you begin to now see the physical form of Isharnai there in the fading light of the late afternoon. It is rare to have so many visitors. Let alone all at once at my home. You come here, survive the trial of the trek. And I assume it's because you're driven by the need for strong answers. Yes. What is it that drives you then? Come. Come, we can talk. One at a time. One at a time? Put some sleep in worship. Those of you who are inside the house, as you're kind of glancing through and seeing this, the head kind of darts in an unnatural speed in your direction, and the arm emerges and goes. I just grab Nut by the hand. This is not still invisible. Do you leave the house? Yeah, I guess so. Do I see any shit running down Knot's legs? <laughs> Does it? Just a little. Uh, invisible shit. <laughs> oh, you can see invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> little, little bit, little, little trickle. The rest of us just see rabbit pellets appear. <laughs> um, Yasha, do you walk with them? Because you're at the threshold. Yeah. Okay. 
You watch as she makes these long, lumbering strides towards the house, the arms swaying unnaturally from side to side. As she reaches the base of the rock, there's a pause, and then she skitters up the side like a spider before getting to the top. Oh one, give her one. That's bad, you're bad. Steps inside the house, leaving the door open. You see her spin from the inside and kind of rest, sitting on what looks almost like on a stool, but you see her pull a large box, one of the kind of crates that was empty on the side as a chair, scoots it up and sits on the opposite side of the table and <laughs> arranges it in front of her, takes the lantern, sets it on a hook. Ooh, she's to talk. Gross. Well, two of you are here for a reason. I mean, all of us can get our palms red. Uh, Would you prefer someone else went first? Yes. Yes, I don't know what to expect, yes. Someone with lower stakes. <laughs> sure, I'll go. Well, I mean, if somebody has to go, I'll talk. So you enter the house? Mm -hmm. Okay. Speed by yourself? You step into the room, and it's tight quarters with the two of you in there. You're about five feet from her comfortably. And as you step into the chamber, the door closes behind you on its own. You guys lose all sight of Ford. The chamber is just closed, and the interior light is not visible. Can't even look through the windows. There are no windows. Can you hear anything? And no, do not. There is a door. Um, the lantern marked ahead lights the room, but the shadows still cast across the upper half of the face, and you can see the piercing and a faint glow of green eyes from underneath, kind of looking right at you. The arms themselves kind of spread out akimbo and grasping the sides of her knees as she stares towards you. So, oh, you're waiting for me to speak. I assume you came with a reason. I did. Forgive me, the words fall a bit short when you're in the room of something as revered and mysterious as yourself. We've actually done quite a bit of research. Flattery. I like it. Happy to please. Uh, I suppose my question would start with, it seems one of our party was affected by something that you might have done with her. It is of great interest to us if we might be able to discuss a way to lift your Effect. I take it you mean the goblin among you. There is not much that escapes your view. Well, that was quite the favor I had repaid that day. Favor? Repaid? I am a woman of my word. It takes a lot to ask me to break of my promises. I have a reputation to maintain. 
You've done a beautiful job. Might I ask, you said a favor was repaid. I can't imagine someone of your ilk is in need of services very often. Not often, no. Circumstances can sometimes be strange. I understand. We happen to be a group of individuals that often find ourselves in strange circumstances. Perhaps we could be of use to you. Make a persuasion check. Oh my gosh, yes. I bet you can. With disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. That was a 22, and that's a oh, 10. That's so good. A 10? Yeah. No favors. I thrive on my connections. One could trade, perhaps. Trade. You seem to know all. <laughs> Is there anything that you have a particular interest in? I've seen many lifetimes, and I. You hear this heavy crack as the neck kind of snaps in an unnatural way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy being tethered to misery. It feeds me. And your friend has been me. Delicious drip. Hmm. I'm sure you can understand I don't want to speak for any of the other members of our group, but there may be more <clears throat> misery amongst us. Existing miseries. Poultry. New misery. Ah. That is lasting. I care very much for these people. If I am not one to offer you what you would seek, I'm sure there is someone in our group that may be able to satisfy, but is there anything, as you see through me, that interests you. For this transaction, perhaps not, but if you seek other enlightenment, shifting one's fortunes, a change in the backhand of fate, if you will, I could turn that around a bit. You paint an alluring picture. But no, 
I thank you for your time, and I turn and I leave. The door is already open for you. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that was very good. No response beyond that. I walk out. <gasps> Are you okay? I'm afraid. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Fuck, the humidity change is so dramatic. Um, <clears throat> she's a deal maker. She's attracted by misery, not existing, but perhaps new. It seems we'll have to give something in order to have your curse I lifted. You step in and the door closes behind you. Okay, why wait? <laughs> What's this about new misery? What now? Yeah, okay. Familiar scent on you. I can sense we are already tethered in some way. Tell me. Familiar taste. Familiar. So, not new. Not new. But I can take new. What more could you take from me? That you haven't already. <laughs> you have an imagination, don't you? <laughs> Quite a lot. <laughs> what would you give me? Why don't you start by telling me what you've taken? From you? From me and mine. I have given, I have granted what was asked of me. Yeah. And yet you smell of misery. You ask a question you already know the answer to. Nothing's given freely. Ever. <laughs> So, if I already smell of misery, not new misery, what more could you want? She shifts her demeanor towards you, thinking. given something that you know you would not want to lose. And then what do I get? I release your friend. But the scales have to weigh evenly. Mm. 
I'll... I'll walk away from all of it. Everything that I've worked really hard to get. It's family. Fa fa family. It's in the air. It's not your fault. It's all of us. This family. My old family. My new brother. My position. I've achieved. Interested in listening intently. I've achieved more than I thought I ever would. <clears throat> Richer than I ever thought I would. More skills than I ever thought I would. I don't know what's left past this anyway. Maybe I've peaked, you know? <laughs> Chosen exile. You see her eyes kind of seeming to almost look beyond the walls of this chamber towards the individuals that await you outside. From this, that is new misery. Where, where would I be exiled to? My choice, yeah, but where would I be? The inspiration will find you. Do you accept this transaction? What of, what of my family? My blood family? What of my father and his <clears throat> current deal? His deal continues until it comes to its fruition. This is a new deal for a new misery. Think about it if you're uncertain. But you've come this far, have you not? Be ashamed to walk away empty-handed. Guard exits. What did you say? What did you do? What happened? What just happened? <clears throat> Me? Yeah. Well, what did you do? She knows your hand. What invisible. did you do? I didn't do anything. No. She knows. Not yet. Oh. 
All right, I'll go in. <sighs> okay. You muster the courage. Take a little more sip. Okay. It's been quite a while since you drank, so you're not drunk anymore. Okay. You're on the cusp of a mild headache. Um, but you enter the chamber and it closes behind you. The woman is currently looming over the table, looking towards you, and is just filling most of your vision at that point before she sits into a resting position. Leans in on the table, looking down at you, arms kind of crossing, and you see once again like the dual joints kind of bending before folding. It's been some time, halfling girl. So you remember me? I remember everything. Have you done this to other people? Mm, not quite this way, but you're not the first punishment I've been asked to enforce. Might I ask why? You said a debt, but what debt? Let's just say those goblins once did me quite the favor with something I couldn't achieve myself. And they did this favor for you in exchange for a repayment? For a favor to them. Then one day they came and called that debt in. I felt it was maybe a bit small-minded, but I respect those in the throes of anger and vengeful fury. That's a powerful thing. Just hypothetically, if, if they didn't exist anymore, would that debt need be honored? Oh. <laughs> my word is my bind. Whether or not they're around, I cannot just discard my promises, reputation and all that. And to undo it, you would need some sort of payment from me. Or a equal misery in turn. What if... Does the misery have to affect me or, or my friends? Can it be anyone? It can be a misery offered, but it has to be given freely. It's hard to take something like that. The willingness is what makes it so right. The willingness. So another life, another body, something like that? What about... I've got two options here. How about the life of a weasel? (laughs) 
Not big enough, right? <coughs> You're amusing, little one. I've been drinking a lot today. I'm not promising anything, but what if two warring nations were about to form a lasting peace and that peace just sort of went away? That would cause misery for thousands, tens of thousands of people. Ah, but I am not tethered to that misery. Unless you tether it for me. The how, eyes how are growing that, brighter. How does, how does that work? Without looking, the hand reaches over and extends all the way to the shelf from her sitting position on the opposite end of the room. <laughs> and between the fingers, you could see grasping what looks like four different jars and vials and pulling them over. I have ways, tinctures that can bear the connection. <clears throat> that I would have to Take, swallow, apply? Apply. Have them swallow themselves of me. Swallow. I won't be able to do it today, obviously. But if you do this, and I will remove happily this hex I hold on your soul. And I'll go back to being the way I was? With the right magic, yes. I could help with that, though the process is a bit uh, painful, if familiar. Yes. What, what does that do? It just connects you to that person's soul? It's difficult to explain, but sure, <laughs> close enough. Do I have to leave a deposit or something, or can I just take one? Or do you agree to my transaction? I don't know if it's possible, even. Uh, oh boy. I better go talk to my friends. The glasses kind of clink together as she places them, not back on the shelf, but to the floor, the side, kind of in a holding position. The other hand kind of gives a, a gesture as the door opens behind you. Just sort of back out of the room. Just one more question before I go. Yeah. Did you enjoy doing this to me? Didn't enjoy doing it to you. I've enjoyed everything since. All right, I'll leave. 
much happened in there. I kind of want to kill her, but I feel like that's going to be super hard. <clears throat> I actually agree with you, only because I can't imagine any of us would be able to give anything that wouldn't shift our lives or the lives of those around us without getting what we want. What did she tell you? She told me that she could help. How? Why? What did you offer? Things that don't really affect us, though. Like what? Just other, other people. Other people? You offered to torture other people? I didn't offer to tor torture anyone. I, I just, I would make sure that none of none of us were harmed or, or, or sacrificed in any way. That sounds dark, not, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, there's a lot of evil people out there. These people who have been waging war against each other, and they're not innocent. It's, they've been, They've been doing this to each other now for years, and they could have stopped at any time. And you singled out specific people? No, I, I mean. Are we talking about the assembly, or? What did you offer? I didn't, I mean, I didn't make any deals. I just said <clears throat> that. I already had a conversation with her. Okay. What did you What did you offer? offer? I just know whatever she wants, it's got to be substantial. So what did you offer? <clears throat> just to, to maybe, maybe tether her to one of the souls of, you know, em Emperor Dwendle, maybe? Pick a, pick a pill? I mean, he's... That he's, doesn't sound very doable. Well, I mean... We can do a lot of things. Like kill this lady? I think it's easier to get Dwendal to swallow a pill than it is to kill this lady. Mm. Dwendal is surrounded by hundreds of loyal subjects. Yes, but we'll be right next to him. Right next to her. Plus, it's most certainly not as cut and dry as that. There's always ripples. Exactly. Wait, so she wants she wants a, a sacrifice. I, I don't understand. She said she wanted the scales to be even. So for the gesture for lifting the curse from Nod, whatever the exchange is, has to be equally monumental, devastating with misery attached to it. What was, what was it worth to turn you into this? What did they pay? For her? Yeah. It's a favor, it's a debt to these goblins, to my old clan. I offered to make our services available and she declined. I offered to kill the goblins, and she said that wouldn't be enough. What did you offer, Bo? She wants new misery, right? Mm -hmm. What if I just go in and like offer to like cut off my hand or something? You think that's enough? 
No. But I really like my hand. Both. Both my hands? And probably several other people's. You have to no longer be able to paint. What did you offer, Bo? I offered war. I think TJ, my little brother, and Luke could be best friends. Did you offer to kill them? <laughs> no. Oh. What do you mean? I'm good at being a loner. I'm used to it. I'm comfortable there. What does that mean? You would... You would be isolated or something? The things we've done together... I'm never gonna top that. And... You're right. We have to fix you. You have a son. You have a little boy to raise. And all of us are eventually going to find our own way. It's not going to last forever. And, you know, maybe. Maybe this is what it was all leading to, you know? Molly's lessons that he taught me and this weird connection between me and you and this fucking hag and... What well, are you talking about? Are you saying you're you gonna kill yourself? Are you saying what are you saying? No, no. She's saying she'll leave all this. You're going to leave us? You all are the greatest family I could ever ask for. Again, I can't top this, you know? Then don't offer that. Don't offer that at all. But, but, think about it. No, she's I walk in. It's, it, oh. Okay, the door closes behind you. Damn it. They were saying you want misery, and I have it in spades. What are you looking for? You walk with heavy scars already. 
I don't know if you could offer me a fair trade. It's hard to feed from those who already wallow at the bottom. But I can turn that around for you if you'd like. Well, what is it you dream of? What is it that eludes your grasp? What is something that you wish for on the night's cloudy sky? bring people back from the dead. It is difficult, but not impossible. If you did it, if you could bring this person back. No, I... Uh, we're here for one thing. I don't need anything from you. But I could give you something that would cause me a lot of misery to give you. Yes. I take out uh, my book from Molly. I have been collecting things for someone to bring to them. These were for my wife. Mm -hmm. I pull out a, a flower from Molly. I don't want to give these things away, but I can. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Good thought, but 
Not equal. Not all journeys come to a resolution. I know one resolution. But I don't think it would end very well for you. <laughs> you watch as the shoulders kind of pull back a bit, and you swear, you swear for an instant, her body seems to almost swell and grow as the shadows grow across the walls behind her. She sits a little higher in the seat. Do tell. Oh, I just meant I would kill you. And then maybe all of this would be resolved. You guys can hear the laughter emitting from the oh, inside no. of the house. I don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's not good. That's not good. I feel like um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should hear what everyone else has to offer before we get to that place. Smart of you, child of the wastes. The door opens up. She's all yours, so it has to go in there. I go in. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, okay. Oh, Jester. Let's just fuck Hi. <laughs> You're the one that found me? I did, I did. I'm really sorry about it. You know, we just really needed to see, like, who you were going to come to see, and I didn't know that it would bother you. You know, I didn't even think about the fact that it's like, you know, in the future, if you ever want to scry on us, I wouldn't blame you, you know, because I did it to you before. And I wish that from anti-misery. Some, <laughs> take some. Right. What is it you see? Oh, I'm just looking for a way to break that curse that you know you gave to my friend. I don't want her to be a goblin anymore because she doesn't want to be a goblin. So. Right? Yeah. Well, have you an offering for trade? Oh, something that would make me so miserable, right? That's what you want? Yeah. Let's see. I'm a pretty happy person. I can see that. Mm. And I said I could offer, like, to give you a hand. Like, literally, if I cut my hand off or something. Or something. Um. Those are artistic hands. Yeah, I, I paint. <clears throat> I draw. I Mouth also play piano. Do you want me to play something for you? I'm fine, <laughs> thank you. You know, I bet you don't get a lot of entertainment out here, right? What if in exchange we like play you a concert, I could paint your portrait? You don't have any mirrors, you know? I could show you what you look like. Back to what you said before. 
are you offering your artistic expression? Um, you like my, like, ability to draw? It is something I see brings you much joy. Um, it does, it does, it really does. You see, like, saliva gathering at the edges of her mouth. Kind of one single string kind of on the table. If you give me your hands. Like, literally, like my hands? Like, how will I eat? You know? Like, what if it's just, you know, my ability to draw? You have friends who can feed you, right? Oh, man. That's gonna suck real bad to not have any hands at all. Does it negate it if I go and I grow them back or something? <laughs> I think you know how intense and lasting these bargains can be. All right, I wouldn't be able to grow them back. Both of my hands. <laughs> so that just seems so stupid. Oh. <laughs> she flicks a finger and you see one of the empty cages in the wall kind of about the right size for two hands. <laughs> That's going to make things so difficult. No hands. <laughs> Individuals make do all the wait, time. Wait, wait, what about when I cast spells? Like with my fingers, does it just, is it like Doctor Strange where like I can still do it? <laughs> that would be a conversation between you and whatever entity. His name is the Traveler. He's a really powerful god. I bet he's here right now looking over me. Right. <laughs> Have we a deal? As she leans forward, seeming to consume the interior of the chamber, looming over and down upon you, the one lengthy hand reaching out like this. Well, hold on. Maybe before we make the deal, I can eat one last cupcake, you know, since I won't be able to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pull out my last blueberry cupcake. <laughs> oh, I am. And how long has this been now? I'm going to. It's been this long. Oh, it took forever. I'm going to walk up and just. You're not in there. I'm walking up to the front door. I'm in the door. Of talking. Will you split this cupcake with me? Have you ever had the blueberry cupcake? Mm, I don't believe I have. It's 
see I'm using my fingers to break it in half. <laughs> oh my god. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> 24. She reaches out and grabs the other half of the cupcake. It's so small in her long oh. fingers. Kind of. That was sprinkled with the dust of deliciousness. <laughs> okay. Remind me what that is again. That is a dust that makes food taste much better. <laughs> and it also gives you a disadvantage on wisdom checks and wisdom saving throws. Okay. And I'm going to cast Modify Memory. Oh my god. Hold on. Hold on. Muscle hurts slow, but. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay. And I'm going. Well, I'm going to see if it works. Come on, come on, come okay. on. I mean, it doesn't matter. It does. If I. No, it doesn't. It just affects like how long ago I could do it. This is within the last 24 hours, so fifth level is what I need to cast it at. I succeed? Yep. <gasps> what? I'm going to make her believe mm -hmm. that she enjoyed my company so very much that she agreed to end Knot's curse because she liked hanging out so much. <laughs> <laughs> and she hasn't had good company in a very long time. <laughs> Laura fucking Ellie. Just going through the details of the spell here. Okay. So as you complete your incantation, the minute of describing this shift in time, you. Uh... I get done with the, telling her that, and I just start going, <laughs> Oh my god, you are so funny! <laughs> Wow. 
have taken just a moment to relax. I, I know, suppose. right? Everybody needs that. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Strange day. I know, but thank you so much. It means a lot. You caught me in a good mood. <laughs> well, should you come across any more of those cupcakes? I will send them your way. Do not be afraid to come visit again. I will definitely do that. You know, they make some that um, are called black moss cupcakes. I will, I will let you know because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the night grows late. Yeah, as it is, it's getting dark outside. Is there anything else I can help you with? Something that you've always wanted? Just your company, you know? Thank you. Should I send my friend not um, in, or, or is it just... Does it, do you need to see her? Oh, it's fine. And you see the hand kind of wave past and the shadows of the room grow extremely dark. The lantern fights to maintain a flame and then it slowly expands back out. A deal is a deal. This has been fun. It's a long journey back, I guess. I guess we should head out, huh? Thank you so much. See you later. See you sometime. Okay. <laughs> Is the door, does the door do the thing? Right. <laughs> she seems very distracted and is trying to piece together incongruent events, but waves a hand and the door closes behind. We gotta go. You're good. Let's go. What? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. What, 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 Let's what go. do you mean? Let's get the fuck out of here. Go. To, I need to get the teacher. You, no, you don't. Your curse is broken. Deal has been made. Everything's fine. What did you give her? What do you mean it's been broken? I gave what her something you? very precious. Let's get the fuck out of here. Your hands are Come still on. there. I know. You know what? what did she you ended give her? up being a really nice lady. Just we a, got along. Are you sure? Everything's fine. Then let's I am go. So let's serious. walk. Let's, let's walk. go. Oh, go. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, does not look the same. Yeah. That looks the same. Yeah. It's just the curse has been gone. We can try that spell. Let's go. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's gather your things and rapidly follow the very insistent jester back into now the night. Shadows of the swamp ahead of you. Still exhausted, still recovering from the initial journey, you briskly vanish into the shadows of night. 200 feet behind them, a shadow kelp's going. (laughs) (laughs) As you make your way into the deep mists, we're in an end tonight oh. session there. What fucking the fuck beast! <laughs> you fucking that beast! That was amazing. Oh my god, what a troll! I can't even what? begin to digest. 
the, loving the, this. That was such the a dust of move. deliciousness. Yeah. On the well, I've been holding oh, on to the I dust have forgotten the about that fucking item. <laughs> and it's that so good for five more servings. So obviously, in the moment, a legendary moment of Holy this campaign. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> fun point of order. <laughs> the fucking swing. <laughs> fun point of order. Moment. The, the first roll uh, I rolled was a two. And then I was like, oh, she's disadvantage. Well, no, but she has advantage on, ma- on magic resistance. So it's just so it's just the roll, and it was still a, a fail. That's what your face journey was. It yeah. was a complicated. It was like one. it was like oh, fuck. Wait, no, but disadvantage. Disadvantage. You completely fuck. fucking Gretel his Hansel. Like, yeah. Yes. Just, yeah. Oh my God! You you fed a witch that a baked God. good. How? For oh. every inflict wounds that has failed, <laughs> oh. that your dice oh. have yeah, failed you yeah, that, that was the greatest. Yeah. Was payback. I w- that was a major moment. You, I would have started a war again. I know! <laughs> <laughs> was about to just walk away from everything. Dark. No, man, my mind. Doubters, You sacrificed a cupcake. Yeah. Jesus. You were ready, Molly. Like you were ready. Oh my God. World War Three or a hostess cupcake? Is modified memory permanent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. It's permanent. Gets it out of there. Yep. It's permanent. She will. She will forever. It's permanent until greater restoration uh, or remove curses cast. And if they don't know that. Anything happened, then why would they ever? Only if something ask like that. Yeah, it will only undo she if something. She just seemed to be dealing with the incongruent elements of her day's events. Yeah, there's a fair chance there's we rock Shasa this you shit. Know what? But we, uh, <laughs> a very long living, very intelligent and conniving individual that has made their living off of feeding off the misery of other mm-hmm. people yep. that she's tricked them into. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. This is going to pick great. this up next that Thursday. Oh, oh! Yep. Holy shit! I'm so proud of you, Lord Vader. <laughs> that was so clutch. <laughs> Some goddamn walk-off ninth inning Grand a, Slam World uh, Series. As a dungeon master, <laughs> that was one of the more frustrating moments. <laughs> like, like as a person that's built to an intense, like, encounter like this. And one of the most proud I've been of a player outsmarting me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. It was cool though because we could see your like oh, your like vague disappointment of like, no, this is my big. Not leaning into this. There is there yeah. is a yeah. Hidden, yeah. Yeah. there is a hidden map over there behind a special curtain. <laughs> yeah. That we're never gonna see. Never gonna see. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Until maybe. until well, we'll you see. Don't know. You can walk into the swamp and hear a scream. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's true. But, nevertheless, ah. that's the end of our session tonight. Oh, we'll be back hey. with this next Thursday. Wow. Fudge, oh, wow. Man, I want so to throw up. I'm, I'm going to have to just chew on that one tonight. Holy First fuck, all, Laura. Creepy as fuck in each oh. one of those, oh, what do we call them? So Interviews? I mean. What, sesh- uh, what are these long-fingered creatures that we've Double encountered? Elbows? For some, well, like the, Keona the Keen just happened to be an, a character you went to, this one's been planned for a long time. Oh my god. I thought you were going to go like read, a, give her a tarot card reading or something. <laughs> something I was like, I she's going to do something ready. weird, but oh. I don't know. See, I need, I've, I know. I've been waiting. I got like two more in there. Yeah, yeah, I got like, I got like three more. That was oh, so now I cool. Can my phone again. My, my yeah. tactics ogre. Uh, oh my god. Cards there, just in case somebody wanted to go ahead and get a and, reading? and get a reading based on them wanting something and making an exchange like Thoreau did. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man! Wow. Alrighty. Well, Hi. nevertheless. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll pick it up next Thursday. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Oh, Good night. Not for another week. I know. Oh hey, Ashley Johnson here, and I sure do hope you're enjoying the adventure. Remember when you first found out about Critical Role? Was it through a friend or a family member or? maybe even through the words of a stranger in the review section of our podcast. Many listeners find our show through word of mouth and recommendations. So please consider rating and reviewing our podcast because each review makes an impression that may just inspire someone new to give our show a try. And that more than anything helps to support us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. And until next time, let us try to leave the world a little better than we found it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.